0: with Ali Rizvi and Armin Navabi.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Secular Jihadist for Muslim Enlightenment. My name is Ali Rizvi, and with me is the great, the wonderful Armin Navabi. The very good-looking Armin Navabi.
2: Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah,
1: and in case you thought, you have for the longest time all of you have thought that, okay, there is one sort of beauty queen on this podcast and it's Armin Navabi. Well, for the first time now, uh, Armin's going to have like some serious competition. I think he's going to lose. So we have uh, with us, okay. So this episode is called Miss Pakistan and that's not a joke. That's actually very real. We're here with a former Miss Pakistan winner, uh, Mahleet Shakari. She's a former winner of the Miss Pakistan World and Miss Tourism Queen International Pageants. Um, And she has a fascinating history that I'm just going to talk about it briefly and I'm going to let her speak to it. Uh, She comes from a mixed family of uh, background of Muslims, Parsi's, Christians, and others, but she was born and grew up in Pakistan. She was raised Muslim in her childhood, uh, but decided it wasn't really working out for her in later life and now sees herself as more spiritual. Uh, So you know, here you have, she's raised in a country uh, which is uh, an Islamic country Right, but she has a mixed religious background. Um, she uh, has been raised in a modesty culture a society, but she's also a beauty a pageant contestant, uh, and then and a model and an actress. And then uh, she has also been a refugee. Her family actually came to Canada as refugees. So, um, Malija, if I got anything wrong, you'll have a lot of time to uh, fix that. But welcome to the podcast. It's great to finally meet you and talk to you face to face. I've been following
3: you for a long time. Same here. Thanks, Ellie, for having me. It's amazing to meet you and Armin.
1: Yeah. Okay, hey. So, th- yeah, let's start from the beginning. So wh- one thing that I heard, um, uh, you have a really, really interesting uh, family background. Now, you were born in Karachi. You're Pakistani by mm-hmm. origin. I mean, that we know. But can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you grew up and and your parents, where they came from? and
3: just Okay, like- so... Um- well, I, uh, like I've said before, too, like that my um, grandparents from one side of the family were Muslims and the other side were complicated, like there was Parsi and Christians. So when my mom got married, um, she wasn't brought up as a Muslim. Um, she converted because she had to get married. She got married to a Muslim. And um, then I was when we were born, we were also kind of being raised as uh, such that. But I guess uh, my mom converted just because the cause of it, like, you know, she didn't really, really convert. Um, and uh, when my dad passed away, um, that's when she wanted to follow, you know, her own religion. And it was hard for us because of being a religious minority. It was hard for her. Um, I myself never really felt like, you know, anything on me because I was being raised as a Muslim, so nobody really give a shit, you know. But uh, she did face a lot of um, criticism and, um, of course, for her to be converting back was a big thing. That's why we had to kind of run away from there um, as she was being forced, you know, to kind of stay away from all that. Oh, so she, she was wanted-
1: Muslim and she, she was converting back to Parcelain. Yes. In a way, she's becoming uh, yeah. an apostate, right? So,
3: yeah. that's yeah. What,
1: So that would cause problems. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So like for me, and, uh, um, yeah. you know, going up there, I was there till I was probably 12, maybe 13, um, around that age. And um, yeah, so I never really faced any discrimination in that sense, you know? Um, but then again, I wasn't seen as a minority.
1: Yeah. So so, so you're there, uh, you moved to Canada when you were about 12 or 13, right? Mm-hmm. Now, so when you were growing there, and you're, you're, so you're, it seems like your father obviously passed away when you were very young. Yeah. Right? Um, and so before that happened, uh, how religious were you? Was it a super religious family? Had your mother really taken on? Because, I mean, you know, the people convert for marriage, but they're not, they don't mm-hmm. really believe it in their hearts.
3: Right? Well, it was um, growing up, um, I did see her for, like, maybe a little bit part of her life where she prayed and then she was fasting you know um not most of my life um, that i was there with us we were never really forced onto it like my so my father wasn't very educated and uh, he did follow the religion but he wasn't a fanatic you know um he did drink you know and um, you know a couple other things he did a couple of drugs and stuff um so he wasn't really So he didn't really force us into all those things. But yeah, of course, um, you know, when it came to showing off wearing certain clothes and stuff, um, he had a problem with certain things, you know, women shouldn't do and stuff. Um, But um, otherwise, he, because he liked to hang out in the elite crowd, he always wanted us to dress like in jeans and long shirts and stuff. So he was kind of moderate in his mind he wanted to pretend to be a certain way but he used the religion whenever he wanted to on us you know for his advantage do you get what i'm mm-hmm. saying
1: yeah, yeah yeah completely it's actually very familiar yeah but,
3: that's, but that's my what... mom's family my mom's family was very um cuz my dad's family came from like a tribal area in a small village but my mom was from the city um and of course she was brought up with the um, you know all the freedom um Her dad being Parsi, like she had all the freedom she could, you know, she was raised that way and she brought us up that way as well. So she never Mm -hmm. really forced us into anything.
1: Yeah. So the, I guess the the background of this in terms of Islamic law is that if you are a Muslim man, you are allowed to marry uh, Jews and Christians, and they don't necessarily have to convert. Um, But you can't marry, for example, Hindus or polytheists or Zoroastrians, Parsis. Um, okay. They have to convert for you for you to marry them. Uh, but if you yes. are a Muslim woman, uh, you can't even marry Christian Jewish man. Like you know, you have no. to have to have to marry marry a Muslim man. So, so yeah. you convert for the marriage, and then after that, you know, when you want to go back to your Parsi roots. You don't, and the other interesting thing is the founder of Pakistan, Muhammad Ali Jinnah, you know, his, was his wife man. was, yeah, his, his wife was yeah. a Parsi too. And he has a daughter actually yeah. who lives in India. Who also yeah.
3: well, my mom, my mom, cause she was following her mother's Christianity and she wanted to be Christian. And, you know, so we were taught about everything. Like I even knew the Bible. I also read the Quran. Um, I haven't read my Parsi book, you know, um, but, like, I used to watch my grandfather always pray. And, you know, so I just kind of done a little bit of studies in that. Um, but, like, you know, my mom, she brought us up to be Christians. And we used to go to church and everything. But as I grew older, I just kind of wanted to dig into it. Because I was like, there's three different religions in my family. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> which one should I? I should just, like, you know, try to see. And then... um to my conclusion like i said you know i just identify with one of them um i i don't know which one is the right god but <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah. as a so you're growing up as a girl in pakistan right so mm-hmm. as, as a girl in pakistan and islam is everywhere because that's an islamic country it's muslim majority country you have mm-hmm. these other options like you know you have the Parsi and christian thing in your family and now, even when you come to Canada, you grew up yeah. under the influence of a muslim majority um society, yeah. and what that does to women i mean you, you know what it's like I mean, girls who grow yeah. up in Pakistan don't have the best situation in the world right so um how did, did that how much did that influence your you know when you decided to like put Islam to the side and explore some of these other religions like just well, being a girl um,
3: Well, see, like I said, when I was growing up, um, you know, religion wasn't like forced on down our throats. But yes, there was a time like if we went to the village as I was growing older and I went through puberty, you know, I was now a woman, you know. So um, as long as I was like before that, I was able to wear whatever I wanted in the village and in the city. But then when I would come to the city, it was different. I didn't have to wear dupatta. But if I went Mm -hmm. to the village, then I would have to start wearing the veil, you know, when we were driving through people and, you know, then you take it off and stuff. Like I said, he wasn't too fanatic. Like my dad wasn't at, you know, only when it came to his benefit, he was a fanatic. Islam Islam says this so I can do it. You know what I mean? So (laughs) otherwise he wasn't that bad. Like the most, I didn't really understand that um, whatever I was seeing in front of me, the, you know, Mostly what I saw was um, women suffering, basically, you know, Um, the segregation and the torture, the multiple marriages, you know, Um, the girls getting married at like 12, 13, 14 years. So those are the things I saw. But I didn't know that it is because of the religion that they're following. When I came here and, you know, gradually I started learning more and more about it because You read the Quran, but it's, I read it in Arabic. I didn't know what it said. I didn't Mm -hmm. know any of it that what it said, I could recite anything you wanted me to, but I didn't know what it meant. So when you actually go in it and then you're like, oh, wait a minute, why is this? Oh, this is why he was doing it because it's written in the religion, you know? Um, So like I said, like I've seen that tribal part. I saw men totally being like, literally like animals. And then I will come to the city and I will see my mom's brothers and they would treat their women really nice, you know? And I could see the brought up was different from both. Like mm-hmm. it was really complicated for me to see that, but yeah, I couldn't relate to it till I actually came here and uh, I was open to that idea.
2: All right. All right. So by the way, guys, for the people that keep telling me not to interrupt, this is why I have to interrupt because I, li- I keep, I keep raising my hand and we get, when- Eleven minutes through the show without Ali once noticing uh, I really, That I no no shut up. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at I'm interrupting. I have questions. So when you, <laughs> I have to interrupt. So when you when you are looking at the different religions, right? Like, um, what's your? For, you you're saying you were asking yourself which one you want to identify with, um, but uh, have you? Did you ever consider
3: that you don't have to identify with any of them? No, I, of course, I know that I don't have to, right? but, um, I, I don't know exactly where I stand right now too. Like, I guess oh. I'm still in the search wow. mode, you know, hmm. um, I would have to just say that I'm more of a spiritual person, but you know, it's, I guess it makes the conversation a lot easier when you just tell somebody that you're, you know, Farsi, if they, that may it cuts the conversation in half, I just kind of, you know,
2: um, so
3: make it what, that way.
2: Why does that make it easier? Like do Parsi people like um, are kind of like immune
3: in, in this. I know, community? Like- no. I'm not I'm not saying that, but you know, Parsi people are known as very nice, caring, successful people if you look around the world. Um, I'm pretty sure there's bad ones too. But you know, they have a good reputation. They're they are good people. Anybody that I have met um, across, you know, my family included, they're very well educated. So, and I don't know, I just find like it is it is the teachings of the religion that I mostly um you know connect with um right. whereas if you see the other religions, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't agree with them
2: you know right right so so it's when you pick the title, it's mostly about um n- you know not letting people. Uh, make like false assumptions about yourself. Like you. It's not really a representative of your ideology or what you know to be true or, or not to be true. It's mostly a group of people that you want to associate with because of what that comes with. Is that no, identity more than a belief? No, let me, no, Ali, don't refer, no, no, that's
3: not what I said. But no. <laughs> No, the group that I actually mostly associate with are Muslims. Um, it's not that I just mm. say that I'm Parsi because I want to hang out with Parsis and stuff. Right. No, like I said, um, um, I find, you know, the best out of everything that I saw
0: mm-hmm. um,
3: first being it is the the most, well, one, one of the most, I would say, oldest religion there is. Um, you know, I'm not saying that I believe in everything, but like, you know, it has certain things that we all can agree on. Like, you know, there's good and bad and, uh, you know, you should be doing good. You shouldn't lie. You know, all those things that every kind of religion has, but it also doesn't say that you should go and kill the non-believers and you Mm. should, you know, hit your wife and some, uh, some stuff that other religions. Does it um, seem like,
2: does does it, doesn't it seem like the good, the so-called good parts of all of them are obvious, um, you know, obviously, so obviously good, um, you know, cheap moral lessons that anybody could get without that religion. But it's the bad parts that only comes with religion. Like, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to realize murdering people is probably not a good idea. It's not a healthy society. We like it doesn't take well, religion. It to, to murder. Hold on. It doesn't take religion to say, oh, theft is bad. It uh, seems like people have figured that out may- way before religion, um, but it does take religion to say, oh, yeah, apostates needs to- an apostate needs to die. Like It seems like the good parts are not unique to religion, and it's so easy to figure out without religion, but it's the bad parts that are unique to religion. I mean, at least their brand of evil is unique to religion. Doesn't it seem like that?
3: um you you could put that into an argument but for me it's not really like that you know it's just for me um i don't think per se you need religion to do good or bad people are just good or bad you know i believe that um but like i said you know from my beliefs to whatever i find is the most accurate you know Mm. uh, i just kind of put it in that way Mm -hmm. yeah Um, does it you know
2: doesn't yeah. it seem doesn't it seem like if you're if the fact that you're looking at all of them and deciding which ones is good which ones is bad which teachings you like and which teachings you, do, you don't like doesn't it seem like to you that, that that suggests that the moral compass that you're using is independent from all of these religions and you're use, you're tapping into some other source to figure out what's right and wrong and it seems like to be independent from these all of these scriptures
3: well, like I said, I I am not I'm not even talking like I haven't even read much of the scripture. I'm not coming mm. it. I'm just relating to something that I relate to, right? I I, right. I don't know if other people take the morals from it or not. Uh, you know, I think my morals and my educates and everything came from my parents, mm. not the religion, but my parents. You know what I mean? So, like mm. I said, there's good and bad in people. I believe on that. Um, right. I just like I said, I just identify as a parsi if I have to identify with something I just choose to identify with that
2: yeah um, but you know, but you're I, on a journey of discovery right like you still don't know where exactly, you
3: like i said yeah. you know I believe in doing good so you know good things happen kind of like that I'm more of a spiritual person um mm-hmm. what does like that i mean? said you know i'm I'm still studying I'm still like keeping an open mind I listen to different people like you know I found Harris and through that I found Abdullah Mm -hmm. and you know I'm just like I said I'm on the Mm -hmm. search to see what is the truth you know so two
2: questions with regards to that what do you mean by spiritual and also on your journey are you uh, on your journey on um, of an identity or a new journey of discovering what is true and what is not true when it comes to uh, like are you looking at these like when you're shopping for ideologies are you looking like is it something like oh I can identify with this this is comfortable or are you looking for like, Oh, this, re- this ideology, it describes reality most accurately. Do you know what I mean? Like which one of those two?
3: Um, I'm searching for the truth. I would honestly tell you, you okay. know, everybody has their own truth that they want to know. Um, You know, I'm like I said, I'm, I've been doing a lot of research into, you know, the whole theory of evolution and all this, but it takes time to study and, you know, you have to understand there's a lot of things that have been put into this brain since you're a child. You know, when I came here for me to get into a bikini was a big thing, you know, Um, even though, you know, I wasn't that, uh, that old, but you know, it, it just took me a while to get to a comfortable comfort level of a comfort, you know, to get from where I came from to where I was. So I would just say like, you know, again, that I'm just on a journey to, Search the truth, I guess, yep. whatever that is. I
1: think that that's what, what you're talking about is typically what happens. I think it's, it's very, very relatable. So while people are on this journey of, of truth, I mean, what they associate with, this is why I think it's so important for uh, whenever I talk to anybody, I'm like, the, the best way you can really influence people is not by lectures or anything like that. It's by example the way that you live. Like, yeah. like you're saying, that when you saw the people on the Parsi side of your family, you're like, you know, these are good people. This is where yeah. I feel I can relate more. Whereas on mm-hmm. the other side, that's when I when I was asking and I interrupted Armin very rudely and he's going to hear about that for the next two years. But, mm-hmm. you know, when... Um, I don't
2: mind being interrupted. I'm I not know. Talk- I'm, I'm yeah, by the way, people. we do
1: this a lot. I'm Mali, talking so.
2: to the no. patrons that get offended that I interrupt. I'm never, right. I'm never oh. upset with you. <laughs> I'm just telling, like I'm just telling them. But go on.
1: I, I love you too, man. Uh, so you know, it's so that, and that's why there, there is a a lot of times. Um, it's not about belief necessarily for people, but it's about an identity. So you know, people are looking for group belonging and not just necessarily something to believe in. And that that's another process but so let, let's go back to this i'm i'm what i admire about you is uh, the way that you know you grew up in a society like that you grew up in a muslim you know society in a modesty culture society and you came out and as you said in order mm-hmm. to break out and make those changes it took a lot of courage um yeah what made you decide to go down this line of uh, you know Uh, taking part in uh, beauty contests and, you know, becoming an actress, being so outspoken about women's issues, especially in Mm -hmm. Pakistan. So is that something that was bubbling from a younger age or is it something that really bloomed when you came to Canada?
3: Yeah, I would say, yeah, from a very younger age, like I remember always participating in school, you know, if there was plays, if there was anything, you know, dance, whatever. Uh, I used to do a little performances and every school that I went to, I always did that. Watching, I used to watch a lot of Bollywood movies when I was growing up in Pakistan. So I was influenced by, you know, Sri Devi, Madhuri and, you know, looking at them. So you kind of get influenced into it. Most of my uncles, my family is like all into computers and, but I was, I wanted to be into art. You know, I was the black sheep, I guess you can say of the family, but, um, so but when the I the sheep of here, color, um, you mean?
1: Sorry, no, I'm, I'm just I was gonna say sheep of color. Said, it's, a terrible, it's a dad joke. I'm a dad. I make dumb jokes. <laughs> oh.
3: so yeah. Uh, when I came here, um, you know, some of my family, like I said, they're still, you know, Muslims. Um, some are not. Some of them don't even believe in God. You know, so everybody has chosen. Their thing. I've been here for 21 years, so a lot can change in that amount of time. Um, my mom. Because she grew up in a very open, like, you know, open-minded house um, in that era where, you know, she was able to wear dresses outside in Pakistan and, um, you know, women used to be able to go outside by themselves. So she gave me that freedom. You know, when I came here, I remember being 16 year old and being able to, you know, for the first time going outside on my own. Um, So when I told her that I want to do this, I remember there was like a model search and I wanted to go do a photo shoot. And they're like, you have to do it in a bikini. And I asked her, you know, and she was okay with it. Um, so I think my whole encouragement came from my mother. Um, she could have been like, oh, no, you shouldn't. you should, even being brought up in that kind of culture. Um, so I guess I came at an age where I was, it took me a little time, but I transformed pretty quickly. You know, I adopted everything pretty quickly, but it happened my mom i'm being there my sister who's younger than me she adopted to the culture like this because and she if you see she doesn't speak or do as much as i do she's more canadianized even than i am so yeah i think it also depends what age you come here yeah mm-hmm.
1: oh so okay sorry armin you had yeah. a question
2: yeah because given um so i i was looking for this Quote by this wise, wise man called Ali Rezvi, uh, and given that you were fighting, you know, you're fighting for women's rights, I wanted to see if you agree with this quote. Oh, by the way, are you are you frozen? Are you back? Can you hear me?
3: Uh, yeah, I was for a minute. Yeah, I was for a minute. Sorry, I think my right. internet went off. It's back on now. Okay. okay so really, t- I couldn't hear anything, Ali. You said
0: no. Oh, okay. It was
2: it was me. Read, was read it. Read it. All read right. Read so it. I I there's a you know, you mentioned that you you're fighting for women's rights. I found this quote by uh, from Ali Rizvi. Uh, I wanted to see if you agree with this quote. Uh, the quote goes: "If you want to fight patriarchy but won't fight religion, you're not fighting patriarchy." Do you? What do you think about that quote?
3: I think it's good, but um, you know, patriarchy and religion, we can, you know, there's two different things. I think I think they're not exactly the same. Um, I don't have to fight religion per se. Like, you know, I I don't know. It's a hard way. You know, for women's thing, it's different. And for religion, it's someone's beliefs, someone's morals. And I guess more people's feelings get hurt. <laughs> Basically, yeah. if you think about it, you know. Um,
2: I mean, if they're so, shitty beliefs, if they're shitty beliefs, does it matter that they get hurt?
3: Uh, well... Some people are gonna get hurt anyways. Like I, I I speak against religions too. It's not that I don't, you know. Yeah, you do. It. And I'm not I don't go around saying, Oh, you know, convert to Parsi is and this and that. You know, it's just I just find, like I said, just to identify with it. Um
2: but and maybe the, I
3: might not even remain a Parsi. Who knows? You know, I just don't know yet what yeah. I really don't. Well,
2: but, I do suggest that you don't. Me, because sorry? it did I do suggest that you do not remain Parsi because it is a misogynist religion, just like every other religion. Um, and, you know... Armin's going to try... He's trying to convert you to atheism. Which <laughs> I mean, gonna, I'm, uh, I'm trying to convince you not to endorse an ideology that is, uh, is anti-women. I don't like
3: endorse anything. I don't endorse anything, actually. You know, I, I actually, you know, most of the time I try to stay away from religion, but it just happens mm-hmm. to be that my following is eighty percent from Pakistan, you know, mm. so either I talk about human rights, either I talk about how to eat a banana or anything. they just push religion into it. you know what I mean, so mm. it's kind of hard for me to talk about anything related to Pakistan and not have religion involved into it um, oh yeah so,
2: of course. You know, but yeah but so, but to be fa- no no let me fin- yeah, uh, yeah, to be on. to be fair, like identifying as one of these religions. Is to some extent legitimate, giving it legitimacy and giving it uh, more relevancy that it needs. Um, like it's possible to mention that there are some aspects of um, Islamic culture, Christian culture, Zoroastrian culture that some one person enjoys without actually identifying as one of them. Like for example, I I say there I like Islamic mythology. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I enjoy Christmas, okay, but I do not mm-hmm. identify as a Christian or a Muslim uh, because these are as when it comes to a guideline to life, these are horrible ideologies that deserve no legitimacy from anybody. So th- I, I think we need to introduce more people with the idea that you could enjoy some aspects of the culture without put, without wearing the label and adding to the numbers of people that are giving authority to these ideas. And you say religion is not the same as uh, misogyny or patriarchy, but yeah, because it's a lot more shit than just misogyny. Misogyny is only one of the uh, poisons that religion spreads. It's a lot worse than just misogyny. So, Mm -hmm. but I mean, if you, I'm just suggesting, by the way, this is just a suggestion that if you do care about women's rights, these are religions that have never not been anti-woman. So, not oh, you know, of course, yeah.
3: No, no, I totally agree with that. I'm not saying that they're not, but like mm-hmm. I said, if you were to p- pick the least of the evil, I would just put it in that way. Um, You know, the least of
2: the evil I is atheism.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's no. That's the what about Stalin? Of religion? Or, right? What about <laughs> Stalin? The you know, um, so what? Um, Sorry, I didn't. Me, I didn't like, hear what you said. I say and it's you're... the opposite of religion. Atheism is the opposite of religion. You yeah. know, you yeah. just don't believe yeah. in religion. So that's um, how it. But, manage,
2: that's exactly how it manages to be the least evil. <laughs> well,
3: yeah, it be. you know, it, it. I think evil or not evil, it has. I'm pretty sure there's bad atheists who do. You know, there too that do. Yeah. So I don't like you said, yeah, but, morals don't really reflect from a religion, it's just from a person. Either you're a good person or you're a bad person, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah so I it mean, could be but, bad atheists there too. <laughs> yeah, um,
2: yeah, but well, it, yeah, atheists are uh, nobody is suggesting that atheists are not bad people, but atheism does not lead to people being evil okay if religion leads to people being evil atheists are bad people independent of their atheism atheism does not come with yeah. a doctrine atheism does not advocate for anything other than lack of belief in god
3: majority of the people like even if you're talking about islam and stuff majority of the muslims are not really they don't even know like my family don't even know half of the stuff that is written in quran you know so yeah. if, if you're looking at those people that are actually following it and turning evil, they're those terrorists and, you know, the Muslim Brotherhood. and th- Those are the people or you see the, um, you know, the Christian the fanatics that you see, you know, those are the people that are actually going into it. The majority of the people, just like I said, you kind of say it to relate to it, basically. But right. I don't think okay. they're driven by that evil.
2: So, so yeah, I exactly. To- no, no, Ali, I need to
3: respond to this. Sorry.
2: That's, that's, I, exact, I agree with that, but those majority of good people, um, first of all, if, if the non-fundamentalists are not doing evil in the name of the religion and the fundamentalists are doing the evil in the name of the religion, that kind of shows what the fundamentals of your religion stands for, right? That the more you follow it, yeah. the more evil you are. But um but the point is that the the good people that are the vast majority of the good people that are not following the religion, in fact they mm-hmm. are because most most people like Alishba says, most people are better than the, the, the and than the scripture that they hold sacred, right? but the the problem with that is that they're providing, uh, a shield a, a legi- legi- legitimacy authority and immunity from cr- criticism uh, by the va- by their vast numbers to the people mm-hmm. to the minority of and it's not just the terrorists it's the governments it's the theocrats it's a whole bunch of fundamentalists that maybe not are not going out and maybe bombing people but they're cu- they're spreading a whole bunch of other poison like homophobia anti women transphobia um lots of crappy advice that hurts people in so many different ways. And those fundamentalists and those people that are spreading bad ideas, they need the the religion is so evil that, of course, all these good people would not remain religious if they would have to follow it to the letter. But they need these people Mm. to just accept their religion so that people could use it as a way, oh, this this religion is the rule of the land because look at all these Muslims here. It's kind of like gym membership, right? No gym will be able to no gym will be able to survive if all their members showed up okay yeah. they have to but they have to rely on all the people that get their membership and never show up religion also relies on all these good people who just accept the label without actually following their religion i think what is uh, one thing i'd add to that is like i think
1: you know there's a there's a quote from steven weinberg so steven hmm. weinberg was a physicist who actually, you know, you know, um, he won the Nobel, physics Nobel Prize uh, along with uh, Abdul Salam, you know, our Pakistani mm-hmm. Abdul Salam. So they both won it that year. So he had said that uh, there are good people who will do good things and bad people will do bad things. But for good people to do bad things, it takes religion. And that's an overarching quote, it's a general kind of quote. But like the idea was that. But, well, uh,
3: I- no, I totally yeah, understand, right. like, you know, how one can be brainwashed into everything. But like I said, you know, I the way I see it, if you look in the West, everybody is basically majority of the Christian people had accepted a lot of things. Um, you know, yes, I know there's people that are, you know, homophobic or transphobic and stuff. But then there are certain things, even if I believed in religion or not, and it's nothing to do with the religion that oh, somebody shouldn't be homophobic. Or somebody shouldn't be trans, you know um but when I see things going these days with the whole issues and the propaganda, then I want to speak up about it, and it's not because I'm coming from a religious background or I'm like totally against it. I just don't want twelve year olds and ten year olds or seven eight year olds you know being transferred into something else, you know they' yeah. that's for me child abuse, so there's, there's different ways, you know, you don't have to be religious to talk about certain those things. Um, so it all depends. Like, if you were to talk about, you know, that being done in Iran or in Pakistan, I'll agree with you. But in our Western countries, I think majority of them have come to that conclusion and, you know, they've gotten their rights. Um, now, if you're going to keep pushing on to um, that, we I am a person that just menstruates and I'm not a woman. Well, then, you know, we have a little problem. This is what how I see it. So the feminists, they tried so hard, you know, to, you know, get freedom from men, basically. But now in 2020, we're losing it again. and Basically, some of it too is to men that have become women now. You know, but biologically, mm-hmm. they're still men. So we're standing at point one. You know, I'm not for the feminists either. You know, I just think everything has gone way out of proportion. Um, but I think a balanced... Society is something that we need. Wait, how are you?
2: Are you no? Wait, hold on. You're saying that um, people who are by they're born women and now when it comes to gender they identify as men. That that is putting women's rights in
3: danger in some way. Well, there is instances where um, actually in the UK there was a billboard put up with noun woman and it was found very uh, offensive to people and they took it off and then there is um other papers where a woman is not being called a woman anymore they're called people who menstruate. Um, yeah, but those are but those are
2: ra- ra- Those are very fringe examples compared I mean do you do you not agree that um when it comes to gender um you know people that's a lot more fluid than biological sex and you know some people like so you are you do you have an issue with uh men who like people that are biologically born as a woman and want to identify as men and vice versa like what's the issue with that i don't
3: have a problem with anybody doing anything i have no problem you do whatever that's why i'm asking no i don't have a problem with anybody doing anything where I do have a problem is where you see seven, eight-year-olds, uh, you know, seven, eight-year-old. My, my daughter doesn't know any better tomorrow. If she comes and tells me she's a boy. She doesn't know any better, you know. but And then the parents playing along with it and then, you know, giving them uh, hormones and stuff. That's something that I disagree with. Um, then again, if you put in bringing the gender role into sports, if you're going to put um a trans female or trans woman in there that was biologically a male we've seen the results of that they obviously be win because we know men are a little bit more stronger bigger bone structure. so all those things, these are the things that i am i have mm-hmm. no problem with any transgender person or homosexual i have no problem with anybody yeah you to, know, me, as long to me as to me to me, this it seems like way, as long as yeah. they don't you know, put their ideologies and their things in, on other people, like you don't want other religion people to put brainwashing with certain things. We don't want the same thing, you know. As long as you <laughs> want to do it yourself, that's fine, you know. To I me, it seems like it these is. are
2: very fringe examples of like a much bigger movement when it comes to trans rights. Um, and I think it's mostly used as distractions. Like um, obviously.
3: And, I don't and, think it's a destruction. There's actually a lot of cases that are happening out there. It's not that. It's a, I like, see it with my child also happening in her school, Um, right. you know, things that she brings back home. And uh, so, see, if everybody, I just think of it this way. If everybody becomes a homosexual or if everybody just transforms, you know, goes to the other side, how are we even going to reproduce? You know, I'm nope, pretty sure that's nope. not going to happen, but I'm just saying, you know. Um, well
2: if if you're sure if you're sure it's never going to happen then why is that even an issue that you need to bring up like obviously we're never going to no, have to deal with it's that It's not
3: an issue. It's not an issue. It becomes an issue when I as a woman I can't say I'm a woman and I have to say like I'm the person that menstruates. It's kind of well, a, kind of to me. Who's you know, who's I'm actually who who's, to, who's, who's talking to them? You know, it's sometimes is anybody to me. is
2: is anybody seriously successfully stopping you from saying that you're a woman yeah. is that an act
1: not yet
3: not yet not yet well, but not
0: ever
1: i mean she has like there are the un right has come out with you know using those terms like people who menstruate and everything so i understand
0: yeah, but,
2: but nobody is going to come say like if you are a, a cis woman and you come out and say, put put make your facebook question like hey i'm a woman. I haven't. I mean, I have seen a lot of crazy wokeistani uh, crap, like woke from these, f- from these, like f- you know, far. I don't know what to call them anymore. Uh, woke, from this, from, from the woke, from it. the woke, from the woke cult. I have not yet seen anybody say, "Hey, I'm a woman," and somebody say, "Like you can't say that. You have to say I'm, I'm well, somebody maybe who not here. Maybe okay. not here
3: yet. But like I said, you know, the whole. Trans issue, uh, you know, that I, like I said, you, you know, if I, if you look like a woman to me, I will call you a woman. You know, if you look like a man to me, I will address you as a woman. But if you look like a man and you want me to call you a she, I'm just going to have a little problem with that, you know? But, Why? What's the cost but I'm getting to But What's the problem um,
2: if, if somebody if somebody hasn't gone through the transition or doesn't want to go through the transition or is not able to go through the transition and they look like yeah. a man to you and they they want to identify as a woman and they ask you they're not for they're not demanding you they're not forcing you they're just asking it's, it's, you to identify, it's, it's, but what's the, what's the cost yeah, to I you to
3: but you have your beliefs and then I have my beliefs right there are certain things that my brain tells me that is right and then so there are certain things that it tells you. You can do whatever you want in your personal thing. You know, you want to be addressed. I'll call you with the female name that you have, no problem. But yeah. if I see a man, it's kind of hard for me to call. Why him is it so hard? You
2: know, why is it so hard?
1: It like, is, why is because I'm not that. Way. Yeah, it's in, so, Armin, I think, let me just explain this other side of it. All right. And, and so I, I have this, I've been following this whole thing with J.K. Rowling and, and all of that. And yeah. I actually agree with J.K. Rowling. Um, with, what? Yeah. I'm to, I'm
2: to the left of Ali on this. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Let me explain. So <laughs> yeah.
1: I think I agree with her and the Harry Potter guy, Dan, Dan Raphael. So I think that trans women are women. All right. I do. But at the same time, that does not mean that, you know, that, that biological sex doesn't exist. You can Who believe both it? things. Nobody's saying That's- that you haven't been following this. That's exactly what the problem is.
2: Most people, most of the people, most of the people who are fighting for trans, right, they're, they're fighting for gender. They're not, most of them, you have, yes, uh, there's right. a fringe.
1: But that's not the case right now. That is not the case. So what happened is that the lady that got fired, right, that JK Rowling was standing up for, mm-hmm. right, it wasn't about, that was about a denial of biological sex. So Twitter was actually removing people, people were getting fired because... They're saying no biological sex exists. You know, the, whether it's your karyotype, karyotype in rare instances cannot match the biological sex. But if it's gamete size, you know, we're large gametes, small gametes, you know, the biological male, female that happens in nature. Right. So this is, they're saying that. So I think my, my view on this has always been that you're having you do, a different
2: argument than what's actually no, the issue. Uh, no, is no here. I'm
1: not. I'm not. I'm not. I am not i am not i am not Malik, yeah. you got to back me up on this. If, if you agree, <laughs> obviously. Oh no! Actually, even if you don't, just back me up on it because. Uh,
3: well, I all have to say, like, as an atheist, he, he believes everything in science. So how come he has an issue with his biological sex? A, is there a, that's no, so amazing like,
2: because we're not talking about biological sex. Am I agreeing no, no, with but, biological but, sex? The conversation well, you're
3: talking about me addressing to them what what I see as a biological sex—that's what I'm going to address them for. If you no, really no, wanted this is... to call you a she, then I like if if I saw Blair White, I would be like, oh, that's a woman. I didn't even know that one. You know See, this is the fa- no, no, no. this
2: is the problem that people's failure to understand
3: Ali I See, Ali
2: that Ali part. Ali, you Ali you're confusing yeah. the discussion because we were just having a discussion about gender and you're like oh biological sex is real but the issue no, that we have I, right I, now I no mean, no I no Ali no no Ali you're making it you're making an irrelevant
1: point go I you have haven't finished my point so you don't know if i'm making it irrelevant or not By the way, we do this a lot. Now, here's here's the conclusion of what I was saying. I think there are Mm -hmm. two terms. There's male and female. There's man and woman. Okay? Everybody's born. Most people are born. The vast majority of people are born either male or female. But eventually, Mm -hmm. whether you're a man or a woman, just really depends on... You tell me you're a woman, I'll believe you're a woman. I don't care if you have a beard. Tell me you're a man, I'll believe you're a man, if that's what you identify as. But that doesn't change that you were a biological male or biological female. It just doesn't. If, if see, biological sex this, didn't exist, we wouldn't need terms like This is like what I
3: find sex. funny with that, because the thing is, like, if you believe, if you think somebody that thinks, you know, Muhammad flied on a donkey or whatever, you think that's kind of insane. It's the same ideology, like, you know, you're asking me to, okay, I, you have a beard, but just because you say you're a woman, I gotta call you a woman. Uh, you know, that's kind of mm. insane to me. You know, uh, like I said, yes, these There is people that are happy in that sense when they do, uh, you know, go on to the other side or whatever. Um, But there is a lot of people that don't. They want to, you know, they make a mistake. This is a phase that they were going through and then they come back and then, you know, there's a lot of cases where they want to... A lot of girls cut their boobs off and then you know, where are you gonna get your boobs out? You gotta That's
2: why that's it, why they have to go through so much psychological testing and uh, before they they don't just put like, hey, I want the transition and the doctor's like, okay, let's do it right now. It doesn't work like
3: that. There's a lot of tests. Well, that's a fine, lot of, listen, I'm not arguing with that. I'm not arguing that trans people shouldn't have any rights. That's fine. But at the same time they shouldn't either. be coming into our rights when it comes to women now That's- you're having problem with women that are actually actually biological women Um, And they find this term offensive, that's when it becomes my problem,
2: you know? So So it's like 99% of the people that are fighting for trans rights, they're saying they're not arguing about biological sex. They're talking about when, when, when you say, hey, I'm a woman, come please identify me as a woman. This is not about biological sex. This is about gender. This is about identity. Is about gender. Identity is not about biological sex. So every time we talk about when we're talking about identifying with their gender, and people are like, oh, how can you deny science, biology? There's, you know, there's. You know, there's I biolog-
3: identify people by no. what I see. You know, right? Like when so, I see people, if I see a dog, I'm gonna identify that as a dog. If I see, identity.
2: A sheep, I see, so see, so identity when I is see a,
3: something. And if so I see a big, like if I see Jessica Yaniv, I'm not gonna call. Jessica, I'll call her Jessica, but I'm not going to call her her. Come on. You know, Identity, you can't force people to
2: do that either. Nope, you nobody can't. is forcing, the problem. That's the
3: same thing. When you're forcing man. people, that becomes okay. them even... No, no, Ali. No, no, um, no, Ali. You don't... You, do, you already talked. It's my turn.
2: No, no. Thing, we're going know? off no, topic. I, I wanted to... No, this is them. more interesting. This is more interesting. It's very <laughs> interesting because, again, the straw man... Notice the straw man here. Because... I'm not talking about that one person that is trying to force you to say anything. I'm talking about the 99% that is requesting you. So every time you mention force, you're arguing with a position that I'm not even bringing up. No, I'm not talking well, about the people that.
3: is different. Like I said, if Blair requested me, she doesn't even have to request because she looks like a woman, so I will be re- no referring. Yeah, her but that's a different. A but so if we... you're expecting me to call a big macho guy with a big beard. Uh her. I. I mean, I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah. I
2: can't do it. I, I, I just. Can't. I, well, I'm, well. I'm sorry <laughs> you know? that, you're, that, that Well, I'm sorry, but I don't care about the fact that like you calling somebody that wants to be identified as a woman as uh, uh, she or her. But how, and uh, hold on. You, let me let okay. me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish the thought. But the the, the amount mm-hmm. of discomfort that oh my god is so hard. Like she, this guy looks like a man, and I'm gonna like. That's compared to somebody being the the psychological the, uh, trauma that somebody goes through. We know these people are like the amount of suicidal thought that these people go through because, for for the for the identity for being misgendered. So I'm sorry, but the, I I don't see how difficult it is or how much trauma you have to go through for like oh this person looks like this. Identity is some. You're saying like they look like this, so I'm going to identify. Uh, them like this uh, but identity is something that you pick for yourself it's very interesting because we just started talking about you picking your identity Parsi Muslim exactly and you And you, and you, you no no let me let you me you were choosing
0: yeah you because know? you chose exactly. it
2: but you're not giving them that choice you're like no I pick your identity
1: no, instead of thing. They
3: you don't give okay you won't give anybody to identify to a certain religion okay because you think that they shouldn't identify with any religion at the same time yes they can identify as whatever they want but that doesn't mean that i'm going to go along with that you can right. i you know a person can be identifying Nobody's, as a muslim Armin. but you're not going to believe that okay muhammad did fly on you know and you're going to be like yes yes i believe that so nobody, nobody you know, the says same, that you I mean, should. Same context. So I don't have to believe if a person is saying, "Okay, yeah, they can identify as whatever they want," right. but that doesn't mean that I have okay, to guys. go along. With no, that no,
2: idea. no. I have to answer. I it's fine. Nobody. No, I'm not okay, saying they go circles. No, I, no, no, the, no, I have I to answer. answer I have to answer. No, this you is the last. This is, la, this is the This is the last. No, I'm not. This is the last comment. No, no the last comment will go to the guest. Okay. Okay. This is my last comment. Okay. This second is my last. last. Ali, you're making this so much worse. Just be quiet for one second. Um, no, I'm, second it's fine. If no, I'm going to mute Ali. He's not ah. letting me speak. Ah. Um, I'm, so nobody is, okay, fine. You could, you, we're, you're, you're being sent a request to identify people in a certain way. You refuse to because it's so difficult for you for some reason, even though it's harder for them to be misgendered. In response, we're not gonna for nobody should be forcing you to identify people in a way that they don't want, but we should also be able to call you out for being so um heartless, <laughs> to be fair. Heartless to not con- so yeah, you call to- people
3: out all the time on their religion. What about their feelings? Don't you think their feelings get hurt? Of course they want to get suicidal. Yeah, it's about it's, people it's, because it's you a- say something. No, it is the same about the thing balance. when you call out somebody, it's, it's the same thing. The second it's thing is it's not, you think,
0: it's, it's for
3: example, hard. Jessica if yani, you think she looks so depressed and she's going to go commit suicide tomorrow. You know, the thing is majority of the trans people are not even going after this madness. Majority of them, I have been around trans people. Okay, I knew a person that went through all this system, wanted to commit suicide, but I also saw the person milk our system for money. And, you know... He, I would say now he's he, she's a he. So I saw him how to use the whole system. It was a very smart person, you I, know. I um, but I'm not saying that all of them are. No, this is just certain people that want to have this propaganda and going on it. And I just don't want to be, uh, you know. For example, we have the sports issue. We have the washroom issue. Like, where does it stop? You want like men that hasn't even you know done any kind of transformation you want them in our washroom when my six-year-old daughter is there like come on you why would you want that what what i don't understand that because
2: there has been no proven threat for any from any of that that's just that's just like do you want are you
3: waiting till something happens and then we we we're not comfortable around men i'm not comfortable in a change room around men simple you know and you look like
2: they're, am, not, they're not men are By the way, then i'm so men. sorry
3: to, like, you know say on to that that's just what i see you and you identify it as whatever you want same thing yeah, with religion. But,
2: but if we call and you out on that if we call you, you can
3: out identify that, cases, i have no problem but like i no. said one way you're but, believing in science and then the other way you're not believing in science you're not it believing in science gender <laughs>
2: Gender gender dysphoria is part of science. That's a real yeah, but science. You can
3: see, but you can see. That's fine. But you can also see. Just because you know, somebody
2: just yeah. because somebody hasn't gone through trans- transition, that doesn't mean they don't have gender tr- dysphoria. But anyways, Ali, go on.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, do, do you guys want to talk about this more, or should we move on? Because no. I let's go. The-
2: I, I want to talk about that I, I want to talk about how you had to deal with the modesty police and what like your experiences with that like when it, because of the um, because of your you know pictures and pe- are, do you get a lot of shit from people uh, from oh, yeah. t- okay and can you tell us a little bit yeah. about that and some examples?
3: So when I it all started when I did miss Pakistan world before that I used to be on Ed the Sock. I don't know if you remember um, oh, I know Ed the Sock. I love it. Yeah, song. so I used to be one of the top girls. I didn't do, I didn't flash or anything, but um, I was like the first Pakistani girl on there. And then somebody told me about doing Miss Pakistan World that happened here. So I got into it because I was interested in all that. Um, I didn't know that it was going to blow up uh, when I won. Actually, they, um, they made this fake news, you know, and this is where I got to know what media is because they created this news that I was in love with President Musharraf. And at that time, Musharraf was under a lot of heat, you know, and uh, saying that I'm a Balochi girl and I support him. And, you know, the Balochistan issue going on with the army, it was, I didn't know any of it. Okay, I didn't can, know you, can, you explain,
1: can you explain some of that so the audience knows what we're talking about with because we're getting into local Pakistani Yeah, so there is a
3: huge issue, um, I don't know too much about it, but with Balochistan, there is a huge issue um, going on um, with the government, uh, sorry, the army, the army has been in Balochistan and they've been uh, basically, you know, depriving them from all those, their rights, Pakistani rights, um, and they want to kind of separate from Pakistan, so this has been going on for a long time, I wasn't aware of that, this was in 2007, I was not into politics. I was into more doing beauty stuff, you know? Um, So when I did Miss Pakistan and I won and uh, I was not in the Pakistani community at all, all of a sudden when this news went out, it was all over the place. It kind of made it big. It went all viral to India. Yeah, I Um, read
1: about that, the the whole thing about how you wanted to date uh, the president.
3: Yeah, so that news got really big and then India... Some of the channels called us, you know, we did some interviews and stuff, and then uh, we were called uh, to Nadia Khan's show in Dubai, which was uh, I didn't speak proper English, like this woman that did the pageant made me read the whole Musharraf's book on the way there in the plane. <laughs> and um, so when we went to the interview, um, she was um, very nice to us, but then she was taking in questions more negative, and um, so during this time is when i saw the whole backlash coming towards me i wasn't expecting this you know it was just like oh my god who is this girl this girl shouldn't be you know representing pakistan because she said a muslim girl you know and i'm there holding a pakistani flag in a bikini so that wasn't taking very well i had threats uh coming in canada you know from people in canada it was just um yeah, it was a little part where I did actually get scared. I was like, what have I gotten myself into? Um, but, you know, people forget. So that kind of wore off um, till this year. Yeah. <laughs> till this year. And then those things, you know, on my social media and stuff. I always get like rude comments anyways. There's always people from Pakistan going, oh, why are you wearing this? What are you wearing? It's been 10 years. Now I don't even pay attention to it. Um, mm-hmm. But what I found very interesting was... That I was getting such backlash here. But then when I went back to Pakistan and I worked in the media, um, there is certain class of people that can wear whatever they want. You know, if you want to go drink, you can have the most lavish lifestyle if you wanted to, if you're a certain class, Um, you know. But then if you go into the poorer class or, you know, people that are a little not educated, you know, educated, that is a different story the rules are different for the elites and everything else is different for them. So I used to always be like, how come they're criticizing me? You know, but we have to understand there is certain mindset that is totally religious fanatics. There is certain mindset that are, and eh, they don't really care. And then you have the elites that really don't believe in them. Most of them mm. don't really believe in any religion. They just don't yeah. say it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Does the does, um, do you notice that the threats is coming mostly from the Muslim community or no?
3: Oh yeah, definitely because the thing is most of the time they they see me speaking in my language and then of mm. course my face, so they automatically think I'm Muslim, right? Um, right? And then when I say I'm not, and they're like, thank God, even today I was like he's like, thank God, you're gonna burn in hell." <laughs> I was like I'm mm. like, did God send you a certificate with that that I was gonna burn in hell? like how do you have the authority of doing it? And just me saying that, they're like, Oh, what did you say about Allah? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's I guess this year it's been really bad. Like I've been getting rape threats. Even my child, somebody was like, you know, mm-hmm. they were they sent her rape threats and stuff, and I'm just like, I don't understand. Do you what ever do you receive
2: do you ever receive death threats or rape threats from anyone other than Muslims?
3: No, no, never.
1: No, I think it's no. because of because you know I there is there is this little sort of this weird sort of iconic mismatch because you know you are Miss Pakistan World, Pakistan Islamic Republic mm-hmm. of Pakistan, right, and then mm-hmm. you are totally not looking the way that they want. They're women to look. When they think of like a Pakistani woman, they think of a woman with nice a job, modest and everything. They're mm-hmm. the exact opposite. So that mismatch, I think, completely outrages people. It makes them very, very upset. But-
3: well, I, you know what, there is there's been so many Miss Pakistan's. Like this woman started this in two thousand three or four. There's been many of them. First of all, none of them have ever gone back to Pakistan because they were scared for their life. I was the first one to actually take that risk to go back there. Secondly, if it comes to clothing, uh, we have a lot of uh, media personalities, models. They wear whatever they want. They wear bikinis. If you go onto their Instagram, you'll see, you know, but the thing is, I, I, uh, mostly people come to me because I talk the way I talk. I, I, raise different issues they don't talk right. about religion they don't shake the ground right they just like go with the flow whatever is good you know yes when it comes to eat oh it's happy happy eat happy ramadan they don't stir the pot whereas when you know it comes to women's issue i call them out when there's you know little girls being raped and buried alive you know it's not always positive positive i do promote positiveness but i like to raise awareness you know and um I've had a lot okay. of women reach out to me that way too. I have a lot of atheists that reach out to me too. They, you know, they just, I guess, need somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah,
1: I, I get that. So you're, yeah. So what you're saying, and that's, that's good. It's, I'm, you know, I should have thought of that. It's not that now, especially nowadays, it's mm-hmm. not as big a deal for Pakistani, especially like beauty pageant contestants to yeah. necessarily wear revealing clothing or anything. I mean, the models, I and mean, everything, they do that in Pakistan all the time. We see it. Yeah. But the reason that they come after you is not just because of that. Um no. Because the other people are doing it too. But it's because of the things that you say and the kind of things yeah. that you, you actually speak up about things that others can't. Yeah. right? So, or yeah. others... I would,
0: to,
3: I would say, like, it depends, right? Like, they do say to others, like, I don't know if you heard about that Halima Sultan story, you know, the Turkish actress that did... Um, what was that Turkish series? that every everywhere. Mm -hmm. So she posted a picture in bikini and there was all the Pakistanis there (laughs) lecturing her on how she should be dressing up. So she even turned off her comments. So, you know, you're going to get those people. But after 10 years, I I just take their negative comments and I just roast them. I just think that's what's been my strength. You know, it doesn't bother me anymore. Um, Yeah. If there is threats coming to me from Canada, there is a lot of people in Mississauga that don't like me and they make it very clear. Um, but when I have to call, I've called cops on a couple of people that did threaten me and stuff. Um, um, like I said, like I don't pers- you know personally attack any religion. I talk about the women's issue, but they bring religion into everything. And of course, I talk about I, I don't want you know Sharia law coming in Canada because I like this place the way it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think Sharia law is going to
2: come, Armin. No, it's, yeah, I don't think it's going to come, but. Um... I have a okay, and I'm asking this not to make f- fun of Muslims. I do that often, though. But, but but I'm genuine. I'm asking this genuinely as like this is a serious question, like not not like not just pointing out something that is ridiculous. Okay, what do you think mm-hmm. it's about? A lot of Muslims again, hashtag not all. A lot of Muslims who that makes them get triggered more by women's skin more than genocide rape threats death threats terrorism like what is it about especially actually mostly what they call their woman as if like they like it's not about like western like white you know non-muslims if they're showing skin it doesn't matter but if it's a if it's a pakistani woman or if it's an iranian woman or an arab woman um Bengali women and they are they decide to show some skin What is it that makes them lose their mind as if this is like a human rights violation? That's a good question
3: Well, it's because you're representing basically their religion the wrong way. You're not supposed to be that You know, that's basically what it comes down to um I, I can't find up any okay. other solution or any other, you know Yeah, the uh, you know what? Yeah, they don't care for anybody else doing it. Like, even when I say that I'm not Muslim, then they're like, eh, okay. But they will always say that you will burn in hell.
1: No, but <laughs> you know? this is what it's I right? think. Yeah, no, but, but this is why I think that this is such a great question, especially the way that Armin phrased it, is that, you know, they like, like you're saying, that they don't want their women revealing any skin or anything like that because they think that it misrepresents their religion, right? Yeah. And they like to think of their religion mm-hmm. as great. But then they counter it with rape threats, death threats, honor killings—you know, yeah. actual rape and death and killing. I mean, they they yeah. counter it that way. I mean, you've seen those threats. I mean, they're vile. I know that my like yeah. my my wife's gotten them. You know, I've, Armin's gotten loads directed to his wife. You know, and it's always to the woman. It's always to the women relatives. They get it, but somehow that doesn't misrepresent the religion. Like for them, they don't think that that makes well, it. Really, that, it's a bizarre. Well,
3: Certain things like because in their religion, it tells them it's okay because this person is doing wrong. So it is okay to, for some reason, they have to tell everybody that is, and poke their nose in everybody's life and tell them what they're doing wrong. They have been given this permission. That's what they say, you know, oh, well, in our religion, if we see something being wrong, we have to say something to them. At least we have to say something to it. So, you know, they just think of it that way. I think it's just, uh, you know, how they're raised, lack of education, all these things. I find most of it I receive from Pakistan is um, most of them are actually not very well educated people, even though I have had some things, you know, with very well educated people, too. So Mm -hmm. but it's the culture and then, you know, religion pushes them into it like I can only relate to the tribalism I saw, you know, in my dad's family, but I didn't see that in my mom's family but I can understand where the tribalism came from. You know, they were landlords, women are just nothing. But then also there's religion that influences a lot of those things, you know? Mm-hmm. So it basically it comes down to the religion, that women should not be dressed that way.
2: Yeah.
1: It's the, have you, when you've cut when you came here, are there any uh, people that you met who were like-minded uh, that you know, you spoke like as you're you're going on this journey, journey, the spiritual journey. Uh, you're coming out speaking up for you know women's rights and the plight of women and all the suffering that they're going through in Pakistan, and everything.
2: Before you answer mm-hmm. that, can I can I actually test what I would sure you know, answer to that and uh, like and uh, to see if you guys agree? To me, it seems, and again, this might be completely wrong, but to me, what the role of religion is to um and and culture as also is to make women seem like something men own right as a, like they see it as a property and you know revealing it seems like it's not like property like as in like a car or a fridge it's more like property like a movie that you paid for like if other people see it without paying like without owning it it's kind of like that's the kind of steal it. like it feels like it's been stolen from them as something that was their right to have. So it's kind of looking at women as property mixed with jealousy if other people are getting access to their property without going through the religious permission and the divine authority that was theirs. Uh, and plus with a, mixed with a lot of sexual frustration. Uh, it's a mix of those three things that makes them so... Um, I don't know if that's mm. a accurate... I think it
3: all comes... The sexual frustration also is caused by the religion because you're not supposed to have sex before, you know, you get married. Now, if a guy who is 27, I met somebody that was 27, 28 in Pakistan that I was like, oh, are you a virgin? And he was a virgin. So, you know, what are you going to do when you're like 30 years old? You're going to just do anything that comes in front of you. So again, that is also caused by... Um, you know, sexual deprivation that they're causing them. Also, don't forget, there's a lot of segregation of gender. When I grew up there, that was one thing, you know, that when I was around my dad or like I was only allowed to talk to my cousins or men in the family, even though I was going to a cadet school and I had seven guys in my class, um, I remember one time I invited all of them to my birthday party and I was like, I had to call everyone hi you know? Oh, hi, hi. Oh, you, hi. Just in front of my dad. Hi means brother, yeah. Brother, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So give them that respect. Um, Otherwise, he didn't allow, you know, he didn't ask, he didn't like us um, talking to men or boys. I remember there was one, um, this is when I was growing older because my dad was also, you know, you would call exactly a man like that. You know, he wanted my mom um, to, you know, cover up sometimes but he wanted her all the time under her control. He was a very jealous person. But mm-hmm. as I was maturing, I was getting older, all those things were going to apply to me now. And we were in an ice cream parlor. We were just eating. And I guess there was a guy that kind of walked across from me, a little, like a boy my age at that time, 13, 14. So I kind of went like this. And there goes my daddy. He's like, control your eyes. And I just remember it till this day. And my mom's wow. like, he just walked in front of her and he's like, you shut up. You don't say this. You know, and then same trip, I remember there was another wow. boy that was sitting us and he looked at me and he was just like, you better get your eyes off of her. So, you know, that protectiveness, I have felt that like, you know, wow. and it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And then, yeah, they will beat yeah. you up. Um, there, there comes the physical abuse. Then um, I have uh, faced it. My mom faced it all her life. Um, yeah, so seeing all that is like I said, they it is all according to the religion because the religion tells you to do that. You know, women are we're not as smart, we're half of a man's you know value, and so we are their property, basically. Mm-hmm.
1: I think right. that there's also another that I, I that there are two things like men biologically, they have been endowed with physical strength, right? Mm-hmm. And women, I think the thing that really scares the shit out of. Men is that women have naturally biologically been endowed with a a sexual strength, like in the sense that there are kings and emperors. It scares you, Ellie.
2: Don't 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 project to. I'm I'm immune to it. I got (laughs) vaccinated a long time ago.
1: That's why I'm on the left. But anyway, yeah, I'm kidding, by the way. It's so, not right. But right. anyway, the, so what happens Annie, is...
2: Uh, and he enjoys, enjoys bashing on men to get some points from uh, simping on women. Well, he does. I'll he just enjoys... Wait. The, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> but, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not okay. going to... No, right, okay, okay. okay.
1: Yeah. So okay. I, I'm very happy being a man, and I like it. It's fun. I've been one for a while. I'm very good. At I was very good at puberty. It was like a hobby for me. But anyway, let's move on. So the... The, and i wrote about this in my book actually that, you know you had this idea of mary who was a virgin and she had to be a virgin to be pure and innocent mm-hmm. and, you know and that is a fundamental that's believed in christianity and islam the world's two biggest religions sacred figure virgin and god forbid a penis ever came close to her because you know if she did then she wouldn't be innocent anymore she wouldn't be we call yeah. it losing our virginity we call it losing innocence so all of this there are emperors, there are U.S. presidents like Bill Clinton. There are people who did everything right, rose to the top of power, but they couldn't resist this one thing and they were brought down. And that is yeah. a threat. That is threat. That freaks people out. That freaks a lot of men out because they know, they see this stuff, and they see that that's where the power is. So they have also convinced women that they, if they exploit that power, then they are whores, they're prostitutes, they are, you know, they're they're using a part. Why would you sell your body to do anything? Why would you use your body to gain advantage? Whereas if you're a male laborer and all you're doing is using your body, it's blood, sweat, and tears. I'm sweating, I'm making money, you know, I'm being a man. So there's a, um, that I think more than all the other crap that we talk about with misogyny and sexism, I think it's so fundamentally rooted in this, uh, it's just purely about sexuality and it's seen as a threat. And it goes right, right. This is why I said the quote that Armin quoted of mine, where I said that if, you're, if you don't fight religion, you're not fighting patriarchy. I, I really believe that. I think that every religion, including the Parsis, including the Buddhism, including, I mean, they have, if you read their tenets, they all talk about serving mm-hmm. your husband. You know, your husband is your master, the man is this. It has all been done to keep down this threat. And that, that's- Yeah,
3: well, if, if you're looking- in the history we will see that uh, you know even though women had a lot of vital roles to play you know in kings lives and emperors and everything but uh, at the same time they were never really given the rights you know but we have come far from that and the only countries where you actually see women have rights are the catholic countries i would say you know um, the west Um, at least i would say that they have moved away from that whereas other religions that you can see still don't provide you with those rights. So right. I look at it in this way that at least, you know, we are where we are right now. Um, but then again, like I, I would, I'm not a one man bachelor either. I have dated, you know, different colored guys, white guys, black guys. And let me tell you that um, the least judgmental people were the Canadian ones, you know, and um, my desi guys are the most just. They're the first ones to judge me, and first thing is like, "Oh, you're not even Muslim." So there goes a nation, every, every a nation of others.
2: simps <laughs> What is a simp? I don't know this. Is that what I am right now? But yes, yes, you don't know it because you're one of them. But go on.
3: <laughs> so you know that's that's what their thing is. You know, uh, oh my god, this girl drinks. Oh my god, this girl wears these kind of clothes, or. You know, you're in that whole thing. Oh my God, this girl's making more money than me. Oh my God, she has a better house than me. You know, then they it, there's a lot of different things um that come up that I find with the brown guys, you know, whereas you know when know I... Is, did...
1: There's another thing about the brown guys, like, you know, you were talking about the 27-year-old virgin that you met, um, is that they're, they're caught between the, the Western values and their Islamic values. So Islam says don't stay a virgin until you get married don't have sex until you're married so no premarital sex but then the the western values and the english medium education that they have says that no first get your career and your degree and go to financially secure and then you get married they've combined the two now on in the the western values people have premarital sex they don't abstain yep. uh, the eastern thing people get the bullas they get married very very early but they've combined the two so now they're staying virgins until like 27 28 and then you have a nation of sexually frustrated men who are just out there, and they look at well, everything as possession and conquest. You know
3: what? Don't don't think that they're not having sex. A lot of these men are having sex, but they're having sex with boys, because uh, you know, then they're not really breaking well, the law no, you know, or the religion per se.
1: They they yeah, but they're not. The thing is that people who are not are abstaining from sex with girls. Like th- that's not necessarily true, because like I, I know a lot of these guys. I have grew up with many of them. If they're not, no, I'm sex-
3: saying there is, but I also know of men that I know uh, that yeah. you know have had sex with men that because they couldn't do it with women, no,
1: or that is, a, that, that is a separate thing, okay? So, so I'll <laughs> uh, let me, sorry, let me just explain. I don't want to interrupt you, but uh, what, what I'm talking about is that people who think that it is wrong, it's Islamically wrong mm-hmm. to engage in premarital sex. Like these kinds of people, because they think it's Islamically wrong, for them it's also Islamically yeah. wrong to have sex with men, right? So they're not going to do either. But I think what, what you're talking about, and you're right about that, is that where there is sexual repression, people who cannot do yeah. it, wanting to, then they resort to going mm-hmm. to boys. And, to, and, and there is a lot of, like in Saudi Arabia, in prisons, or wherever there's gender segregation, uh, you end up mm-hmm. having a lot of sort of homosexual activity as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. Like uh, the fanatics that you are talking about, I would call them the fanatics that follow to the book, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I And I, I speak about this on my shows all the time. I'm like, you know, if you're not going to have sex till, sex till you're 30, your thing is not going to work for too long. Cause it, you gotta have th- that part of the body doing something, you know? And that's why a lot of men, if you here have a problem, um, Erecting their penis because they can get it up, you know. Um, you mentioned something that I don't know if
2: I understood n- or not, so I don't know if I should be triggered yet. Um, so uh, you mentioned mm-hmm. that, yeah, ho- okay, Ali, can you ch- like I you, you spoke for a while and didn't say anything? Like, I'm not saying anything, I'm just saying that that's no, no, yeah, I'm not saying anything, I'm just saying that's a contradiction. Oh, um, you mentioned a word that, find a word like oh sim. my god. All right, I'm going to mute on. Ali again because he's not letting me speak. Um, so you mentioned, you mentioned that the, the countries that uh, some countries that provide human right, uh, rights, women um, rights, are the yeah. Catholic ones. Is that what you mentioned? Like, yeah. Can you clarify
3: what you mean? Well, the Western countries, I would say like US, Europe, Canada. US is you know.
2: Protestant, Canada is Protestant. You mean Christian?
3: Well, Christian countries, not Catholic.
2: Yeah, like, Christian, Christian countries. majority. Yeah. Okay. Can uh, let's, let's just be okay. I just uh, w- I just have to clarify that uh, the fact that these countries are have more women rights has nothing to do with their Christianity. Um, it's in fact, in, you know, the values. In, in fact, the reason why these countries have better women rights is because they were the most successful at fighting Christianity.
3: No, I never said that. It was because yeah, of Christianity. I, I, know. No, 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 I, know, no. I know, I know. I know you mean, didn't say that. I know you didn't say that. Was the only one that reformed and gave the rights. Like, you know what, what I mean? In other countries, we we're still fighting for it. Wait, sorry. What did you say? I said that it's only in the Christian countries that we were able to get these rights because they're well, not following the same things that were taught to them, you know. No, I mean, Christianity is.
2: Christianity itself is extremely anti-woman. And I know, I know you didn't suggest it was because of Christianity, but I, it's important that we always um, mention that uh, the Christian country's women's rights record uh, is better right now because they fought against Christianity, not because of Christianity. And in fact... Yeah, the same, I, I they, really yeah, agree I know, with I know, I know you agree with me. I just want to... Mm. I just think it's important that we... Like, that, like every time that we put these things next to each other to clarify. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just wanting to clarify mm-hmm. countries that are not Christian who adopted the same Enlightenment values as some of these Western countries like Korea, Japan, Taiwan, Hong Kong. They also have better human rights record, even though they don't have a history of Christianity. It was the Enlightenment values that made these countries have better values, not Christianity. I know you don't disagree with me on that. I just want to make sure that we mm-hmm. always, it's important for me to always clarify that Christianity had nothing to do with it. yeah yeah
3: Yeah. well it's the thing is it's certain it's just certain countries that don't mix religion and state you know it's just like once you take religion out of ruling the country it's a different it's a different country then you know so the countries that have been able to manage to do that have uh, given women some rights because like i said in every religion um if you go back in the history you know women were not given all their rights women were always looked at the second class citizen. Some more, some less, but
1: they all did, you know. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted we only have a, a few more minutes left. We've got like 10 more minutes, so we can go into some patron yeah, questions.
2: Send us your questions in the live chat. Susanna had a good question yeah.
1: really early. Do you but I, I wanna understand. ask you one more thing because we wanna touch on this. So I was looking to, remember when I messaged you, I was like, you know, we disagree on a lot of things. So I want to get into the disagreements. Yeah. I feel like we already covered that a whole lot. So this whole thing, but, yeah. But I, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned something, uh, you had a Facebook status or something about, remember the thing that you said about atheists and oh, how about they atheists, are.
3: atheists, not liking Trump. Trump. Not yeah. liking
1: Trump, and why is that? So you wanted to know why that.
2: Wait, is. guys, I yeah. didn't hear what you just said because you were speaking at the same time. Can you tell me again what, you, what was it that was said?
1: So yeah, I'll I'll just explain it really quick, and Malij will take it from there. Uh, so I read a a status that Malij had where she was talking about atheists. She's like, "What's wrong with atheists? Why don't they like Trump? Why do they think everything that he does is bad?" Or, or it was something like that. I'll try to. Find oh oh wow! I'm
2: tri- I, Okay, so, I'm very triggered. Let's hear this. You know so. <laughs> The tenth time tonight. Apparently
3: I trigger people, you know, all over the place.
2: This is <laughs> by the way, this is great. I'm I Why really didn't you bring this me. up earlier? This could have been the entire episode. <laughs> because
1: I Armin, mean, you guys talked about trance rights for like 20 minutes. That's why. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Jesus. This is okay, go ahead. I was supposed to bring things up when I'm muted. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I can, uh, by the way, everybody, <laughs> I can unmute myself. This isn't like Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: I know that you don't like Trump, and then there's, I have other, a couple of other uh, people. One is Sate, I forget his last name, but he's also an atheist, and he's also posting up there. And it's so funny, because I went and I commented something on his thing. I was kind of trolling, and then, oh my God, (laughs) all the anti-Trump people came up there, and I'm like, I never even said i support him or not, I just wanted to. Um, It was about the mask. I wrote, uh, he he didn't wear a mask, You had a problem, then he wore a mask. That he had a problem. I'm like, you're never happy. So yeah. they all came after me, and I just so left them
1: there. I, so I <laughs> wanted, yeah, I wanted to answer that question for you, like that question, and I wanted to answer it seriously because I think that it is a good question and it's legitimate. But I will. But you had to. Were you saying something? I think I. I don't want to interrupt you.
3: No, no, go ahead.
1: Okay. So first, for the mask thing. So when Trump wore the mask, right? It's like, it's like whatever I wrote in there. It's like wearing a condom after you finished, or it's like yeah. you know where after a car crash, you put on your seatbelt, right? After everybody in yeah. the car is dead. It's like, so it was a late, but anyway, I, I, I want to talk about the broader thing about atheists. So I get asked this a lot. And there are people mm-hmm. like, oh, I loved all your positions and you were opposing Islam and you know, all of that. But now I don't like you anymore because you know, you're against Trump. And mm-hmm. the answer to that is the reason that I always despise religion. And this is true for a lot of atheists because most atheists mm-hmm. do oppose Trump very uh, you know, strongly is that religion is very anti-science. It's an assault on truth. It gets people to believe things just because somebody said it a long time ago, not because of evidence, right? Um, They take things that if there's something that Muhammad wrote in the Quran, right? They will say, no, he didn't mean that. He actually meant this, you're interpreting wrong. You you know, you've heard all this. They do the same thing with Trump's tweets. Like the people who follow him, they're like, oh -hmm. no, he didn't mean this. So all of the horrifying things that appear in these scriptures are justified because they say that, you know, this person can do no wrong. So there are a lot of parallels for me between like this kind of cultish thing and the religion thing. And it reminds me, I grew up in Saudi Arabia as well. So it really reminds me of the way they do things there. Like now you have all of the virus information for coronavirus. It's not going to the CDC. It's now going to Trump. And then everybody's slamming China. And this is exactly the kind of thing that China and Saudi Arabia do. So people, you know, I had Muhammad derangement syndrome before. I have Trump derangement syndrome now. But I find them parallel. The only other thing that people say to me, they're like, well, you know, he's not, come on, he's not as bad because he's not chopping off heads. He's not throwing gays from rooftops. And I'm thinking, I'm like, well, that's a really low standard. Like, really, that's, if the, that's the best argument. guy, He's not chopping off heads then you're yeah. you're in a bad position.
2: So, okay, I think Trump is uh, horrible, but I also think it's possible for somebody to be too obsessed with Trump, like Ali is. I am. Uh,
3: <laughs> well, it's like you're too obsessed with Muhammad, I, right?
2: Not as I much as you're obsessed when, with Trump.
3: I think when Trump um, decided that he was going to run for the president, everything kind of changed. That is basically when I had my awakening about everything that was going on here, and uh, you know, in the politics and stuff. That's when I think a lot of people kind of woke up to what was happening. Um, you know, I I have seen him say a lot of things, and then you know, certain things haven't been done. But um, I think he has been given so much controversy after controversy, different things, different things to deal with. Um, Like always there's something or the other news, you know, I think the left is gone too crazy with just trying to prove that he is wrong. And, um, you know, I find him the lesser of the evil because of what we just saw, what was happening, like the whole U.S. was burning. Um, Yeah, you say that he values Christian values and stuff, some things that I don't agree with him. But, you know, you don't always have to agree 100 percent with everyone. Uh, certain things I I do agree with him that, you know, he should put his country first. Um, the immigration laws I agree with, like, you know, if everyone can just come here illegally. I know a lot of people that came here. Not a lot, but a few Nobody's people that saying are coming that. illegally. And, you know, then lied and got asylum and all this stuff, you know, and are milking yeah. the system. So there is those flaws that are out there. But, no, but there well, was nobody the, no, already no, 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 Ali Ali, already spoke, Ali, Ali. No, 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 I, I, I want to respond.
1: Respond. <laughs> respond to this. So yeah. the this is listen, you, you did the that I want to do we're gonna take turns fighting with you. So the um the the thing with there's two ways you can talk about it. if you're talking about immigration you can say that you know we are a country of immigrants. Uh, we And this is what all the other presidents have said. They're like, but we need border control because we can't take in everybody. We really want to. We know a lot of people are hurting out there. We want to do it. That's who we are. But we can't. We just simply can't. And we need our borders. That's one way you can say it. Everybody said it. it's never been a problem. But then you can say we need to close a border because everybody, they're rapists. There's Jews coming here. There's a caravan heading towards a the border. There's this. So it's, it's not about... Um, it's it's not necessarily about the policy, right? Like Hillary Clinton, these guys—they all had strong border policy. The Obama administration deported more illegal immigrants than than even the Trump administration, right? But mm-hmm. it is uh, it is the way that you bring in the rhetoric. It's the kind of the mentality that comes in, and that mentality of his is more Saudi than it is American, right? It's but not,
3: he's uh, he's I mean, not he's not a, a you know politician politician. He was a businessman. Right. Yeah, no. Um. Why Why do people get triggered by me? Because sometimes I use words or say things that are uncomfortable for people. Um. You know. Yeah. He shouldn't have said the rapist thing. But you know, his stance on closing he, down the border. He's a war, criminal.
2: He, he's a war <laughs> criminal. He's a war criminal. He's a war criminal.
3: Even mm. a lot of people call him misogynist because he was talking like that. In you know, and a lot of women like argue with me on that, and I'm like, you know what. I know of a lot of men that talk like this, and he was not talking about it in front of other people. And especially if but you the, have the money, women also to women, you can get woman you know what you've got. So just to call him out on that, I think you should call everybody else out on it as well. Okay, what
2: about calling out people? What about calling out? Okay, so you're saying like, oh, the country is literally on fire. It's not. The riots are nothing compared to, like this. Like this shows to me that how Americans are spoiled when they think the sky is literally falling down because of a few riots here and there. Yes, they were bad, but they're not as bad as people exaggerate them to be. Well, if you wanted to actually look at what it looks, what what it really looks like when the country is on fire, look at the Trump-aided war on Yemen, uh, which was supported by both Obama, but much more by Trump, of innocent civilians funded for, aided, and also authorized by the US government of Saudi planes jumping, um, raining fire on children in the hundreds of thousands, putting hundreds of thousands of children uh, at the brink of starvation. I mean, to me, it's even amazing that people are like, "Oh, yeah, his tone is bad. Oh, this tweet or that bad." This man has blood
3: on his hand. This man has more blood yeah, on his hand than many United know,
0: States.
3: Back in the yeah. days, how many, how many countries? Like, look at Middle East. Why is the Middle East the way it is? Trump wasn't even in the picture. They all went into Middle what East. What about and this, is, this is, is a, this is classic but,
2: what this is classic what badism? I'm not talking about the other you know, bad things that other bad people do. I'm no, talking about what you Trump never did.
3: Criticize anybody else like the way you criticize Trump? You know? I do. I, I do.
0: I do. Yeah, I and do. I agree with you?
3: with you. I agree with you when he was like, "We're going to put a ban on Muslim countries," and he banned a lot of countries, but didn't ban Saudi Arabia and Pakistan. Of course, I understand what is going on behind the scene as well. There's a lot of things like he said he was going to do he didn't do because he can't. You know, he talks a lot of things that gets people riled up and he stays in the oh, news. He doesn't so he TV. couldn't
2: he couldn't help it but drop fire on innocent children. So I, I have
1: to I have to I th- I think that Armin here Malij has a good point. Okay, here's no. what it is. Here's what no. it is.
2: No, no, I know what your point is and it's shit, but go on.
1: Okay, all right. Go so on. Great argument, Armin.
2: Okay. No, I will tell you what I shit <laughs> yeah, after. The argument will okay, come after yeah, you I mean, make your shitty point. So The thing
1: is that what, what you're saying is that there are other presidents who do the same thing, but Trump is getting a disproportionate amount of hate, especially from, you know, you said atheists, for doing something that other presidents did. But what I want to say, the response to that is, that, first of all, I, Armin knows that we completely agree on Yemen. We think that's one of the worst things. There are things that Trump has uniquely done that have put blood on his hands in a way that other presidents wouldn't have, okay? He went to, in the John Bolton book, okay? He actually went and he met this uh, the, the guy, the President Xi, this guy in uh, China, right? And when they were talking about the concentration camps, he said, no, that's exactly the right thing to do because he was trying to protect a trade deal. He wanted the Chinese to buy soybeans. And he actually said, he was saying things like, okay, as long as you please... And- Best in our agriculture. Please do that. Yeah, the concentration camps. Fine. There's like almost two million people right now in concentration camp. We Uyghur Muslims um, in mm-hmm. underground concentration camps being loaded onto buses, just like the Holocaust. Okay, they are being trafficked. Their organs are being harvested. I mean, it's just this should be the biggest news story. This is something that is uniquely him. Our friend. I've heard
3: it on news. Uh, usually CNN is all over it, but. Um, CNN should be,
1: CNN is full of, like, it's just, uh, I agree with you. I find
3: it hypocritical because, you know, we have Justin Trudeau here who said that he loves communism, like, you know, and we're supporting him. Um, I think it's not fair. If we're going to criticize him, we should criticize the right and the left, you know. I don't know, I haven't heard him say that, but at the same time, he has taken a lot of, you know, big stance against China as well. Um, Maybe he said that at that time. because a lot of people have to say things, even like for your mask. I think he just wore a mask because people were saying to wear a mask. He just for the heck of it, he wore a mask once. I don't think you're gonna see him wear it again. Yeah, but I, I, I think, think the was so was poor it. Trump, was so, so sad.
2: People were making fun of him for wearing <laughs> a mask. Oh no, oh no, Trump! I'm so sad for him. How could he? How could I, he? How could We got tolerate. the
1: point. We got the point, Armin. That just get it. But each, okay so one thing i have to congratulate you on oh, was amazing i have I, I love how much you triggered armin in this episode It's like i'm truly <laughs> it. my, I, trigger, I, I, my triggering my sure. triggering is
3: i can trigger a lot and i'm pretty sure
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a, I'm, i enjoy being triggered i think it's just no, a play
1: i want to say one thing look so you know justin trudeau has a big blind spot when it comes to islamism and all that islam and all of that other stuff the islamic terrorism <laughs> and he has a lot of blind spots when it comes to this whole Wokistani thing too but whenever justin trudeau went and spoke to the saudis for instance and whenever christopher friedland they brought up the issue of raif badawi i okay, Raif badawi is, a, this is someone that we know personally okay he's do you know about his case that he's in prison in saudi arabia so he's in prison What's in saudi here? arabia raif badawi in, oh, okay. I Caribbean. think I've,
3: is this, is that his wife that has been uh, in soft, looking in for him? Powder.
1: Yeah. Oh. So, so there's a now, On the on the other hand, now Trump says a lot of these things about Saudi Arabia, but he went and he was sword dancing with them behind the scenes, right? I, I, if there is a Republican like Marco Rubio who actually does take these positions, who I disagree with on everything else, but he does take these positions against China, against the Saudis, mm-hmm. against, and he openly openly does it. Uh, Trudeau as you know Canada cut ties with Sa- the Saudis because of it but this guy he talks tough this is the biggest and it's the it's even more dangerous than anything else he talks against like oh yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna do that but when he meets Putin and Helsinki he's kissing his ass when he meets like Kim Jong-un he's kissing his ass he's doing the same thing with the Saudis MBS you know complete defending the Khashoggi killing defending all these the well, bombing Yemen you don't
3: want this to is the problem look, is. even with- even with even with the North Korea and stuff, like he, of course you don't want to make things worse, right? You want to make things better between the countries. I can understand like him going all blah 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 blah, but when he gets there, of course reality kicks in. But with Trudeau, we also have two of Canadians that are in China, and he's not doing anything about that either. You know, so it's just like they pick and choose their battles, basically. You know, yeah, Trudeau wants to make it look like he's doing something in Saudi Arabia. Meanwhile, he knows, like, all the Islamists and everything. Saudi is pouring all this, you know, stuff here. He's totally blinded to it. I don't think he's blinded to it. He gets big funding from them. So, know. Okay.
1: We'll yeah. disagree on that, you. but you can have the last word unless Armin has anything
2: to say. No, can I just address one of the page, uh, one comment from Patreon before we uh, do the last um, um, statement from our guest? One thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Alex is saying, I, I can, I'm going to respond to it. I'm saying, Armin, Christianity is not a monolith. Yes, I know it's not a monolith. There's many different sects, but the thing, the parts that they share, which is the Bible, it's shit. Even the core of the part that is. They all share. I could criticize all of Christianity as a batshit, crazy, barbaric, ancient, um, moronic ideology, um, given that the, all of them share, uh, the part that they all share is uh, has that attribute. Then he continues saying, you can counter the bad parts without countering the good parts. Yeah, and the bad parts are the vast majority of them. And the good parts are simplistic, naive, feel good, fuzzy messages that... Before the before Christian before the Bible existed in much more nuanced and detailed way by and were discussed uh, by much better philosophers than whoever wrote the Bible, so the good parts does not deserve the credit, and the bad parts are the vast majority of the religion. Then Alex continues by saying, "To say opposed Christianity is ambiguous and misleading. I don't think at all that it's misleading. It pre- seems pretty." obvious what opposing Christianity means, but if, if it's very misleading and ambiguous to you, let me cl- clarify it. Fuck Christianity. Christianity should have died a thousand years ago, but I hope that through our activism we could speed up the process. It needs to go. It needs to die. I hope that clarifies any ambiguity. Anyways.
1: <laughs> I, actually, I actually agree with every word of that, I have to say. Okay, good. So, so um, Malij, we're going to go through to some Patron questions. This turned out really interesting. Like I wanted, there's a lot of other things I wanted to talk about. We ended up talking about completely different things. But anyway, uh, Armin, do you have any? Uh, can you- no, no.
2: Let's oh, hear from our guest.
1: Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Malish, do you have anything to say at the end? You can feel free to like slam. And, and rem- remember
2: there. to ask to uh, uh, to tell people where to follow you and where to find you and your website and your Instagram oh, okay. and your Facebook page. But w- what do we do first, Ali? Patron questions or yeah patron well,
1: questions. questions
2: first so okay, okay okay. I think Susanna asked a question the first question was already answered. Uh, Susanna asked questions has has uh, has um, Mah-Lij Mah-Lij. Been, Mah-Lij been threatened for being a public beauty uh, yes beauty queen yes, we mm-hmm. already answered that. then Susanna asked us have your have young women reached out to her with their stories or with messages of admiration? Oh yeah, that's a oh, good yes. question.
3: Yeah, yeah, I get, a um, um, hmm. especially a lot after my, um, the women's, this year, when that women's issue uh, rights video went viral, I was approached by a lot of women with different kinds of stories and um, they bring in a lot of topics, you know, that they want me to discuss, like this one woman wanted me to discuss about, um, you know, how in our culture we see 25, a woman goes over 25, she's done, she's expired, nobody wants to marry her, you know, that's like the whole thing. And mm-hmm. how that is a taboo. And then we see like 50-year-old men marrying 20-year-olds, you know. So I was kind of touching up on that. Um, so, yeah, no, there's a lot of women that tell me about their stories. Um, some of them have even, you know, messaged me because they're being abused or sexually abused or, you know. So mm-hmm. I try to help them out whatever sources I have through them. But, yeah, I get a lot of people, even like a lot of atheists, they touch, they call them, They just want a message and they be like, oh, at least we can tell you. You know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, <laughs> cut their head off. <laughs> yeah,
2: do
1: Matches you get a it. lot of messages from atheists? Like, there are like closet atheists who just come out and oh, say, Yeah, uh, yeah
3: there is. Uh, yeah, there is a few. Um, there was a guy actually, he was from Dubai, and um, after like a couple of my videos, he messaged me. He's like, Today, I told my family I'm uh, gay, and I also told them I left Islam. I was like, Wow, I'm like, what did they say? They're like, never come back to Pakistan or <laughs> you're going to be dead. <laughs> so, y- you know, and like I said, you know, it's growing. Um, mm-hmm. I find the Pakistanis and the Muslims in Western countries are more fanatic than um, the ones back home. I, I think the... Know.
1: I know. The
3: ones it's back a... home are more open-minded. Yeah, the ones that
1: come here when they're older, they come here, they're like, oh, halal, shalala, no, 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 I want to have McDonald's. You know, but the ones that are have been living here, grown and raised here, they're so they're trying to hold on to something that doesn't exist yeah, exactly.
3: yeah. They're also I, I they're, them Okay,
2: themselves. let's be fair. A lot of them are also becoming ex-Muslims. We, we saw the statistics. Yes, 25, 25%, which is huge. Anyways, yeah. Matt is saying, um, did you grow up under a Shia or Sunni type of Islam? Sunni. Sunni. Yeah. Suzanne mm-hmm. is saying, uh, this might be a dumb question, but by Parsi, does, does she mean Zoroastrian? I thought Parsi was a, an ethnicity. Okay, so Parsi in Iran means something different than Parsi in Pakistan and India. Okay, Parsi in yeah. Iran means Farsi and it's referring to our ethnicity. I'm a far, I'm a Parsi. Uh, but in India, apparently, they call the Zoroastrians Parsi. Parsi. Well, well, I mean, technically, Zoroastrianism is an ethno religion, just like Judaism and Hinduism. So that's why people use these interchangeably, Parsi, with Zoroastrianism, because Zoroastrianism is an ethnic religion, right? I didn't know it's, that. It's,
3: yeah.
2: Right. Um, but
1: Malich, do you, do you want to answer the question too, or is there anything, or did he get it right? No, he's there... pretty
3: good. Yeah. Uh, okay. For most of, uh, like, most of the whole time it was called Zoroastrianism and then it got changed into it because, like, a lot of people moved to India. Um, that's when the word Parsi kind of came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay,
2: so this is an interesting point. I want to mention it and I also want to add to it. Uh, Lab Harin yeah. uh, mentions that Farsi is an, is an Arabization of the word Parsi. Uh, so we in Iran don't say Parsi, we say Farsi. Um and I the see. reason is yeah, farsi because when when Iran was invaded by Arabs, they changed the language, and mm-hmm. Arabs don't have anything that sounds like peh. peh. Uh, they and don't they have don't, a P. Yeah, yeah, so they change it's very like a lot of Iranians think it's so ironic that they were so Arabized that even Parsi, the word Parsi, which is supposed to be like not Arab, was Arabized to Farsi, which is yeah <laughs> Yeah. Like, you know,
1: we had in, in, in Saudi they had, they used to call Pepsi Bebsy, like on the can it said with a ba, Bebsy, yes. because there was no P. And that's why uh, actually Saudi Arabia was originally called Saudi Arabia, but then they, because they didn't have a P, it became Saudi Arabia. Oh. No, that's a joke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not real. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> that's, really?
3: that.
1: uh, that's the original name. It might as well have been. Okay, so, um, Oh, Lewis yeah, is so here.
2: That, Lewis. yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so um okay. No, he I just <laughs> huh? This is this is just comment. Lewis is saying the problems with Trump has nothing to do with religion and nothing to do with politics. He's he thinks only of himself. I don't I don't I don't think that's fair because I think Trump uses religion as a weapon as a very even though he's not religious himself, he uses it as a very dangerous religion. But anyways, I only no, have comments well, I
1: mean, a, a Trumpism is is like a religion. It's it's like a cult, right? I mean, they justify like everything. But Malich, since you are, you're looking, I feel like you want to say something about it. So go ahead, address it.
3: About him? Um, yeah. I don't know. I think um, in a long time, you know, with our politics and everything that was going on, Trump just came and kind of shook the whole thing. And he brought in the whole nationalism, you know, the patriotic, spirits i guess in people and uh some people um agree with it and some people don't you know it's just two different ideologies you know certain people that believe in certain things and certain people that believe in others um i wouldn't call myself you know his supporter like i said some things i don't agree with but at the same time certain things that he is trying to do i agree with it you know i don't think he's only trying to think for himself I, I, never, don't think
2: I never understood the point of, oh, well, some people believe this, some people believe that. Well, yeah, and so, some of them are extremely wrong to believe what they believe, and they're spreading dangerous ideas by, like, just because, like, oh, that's what they believe. Yeah, I know, and they should stop.
3: <laughs> I don't think he's, I don't, I personally don't think he's spreading any kind of ideas that is going to motivate somebody to go do something. Um, I haven't seen. Oh, any he doesn't of, have to I, motivate if anybody. If anybody if he's doing, anything, he's we've doing we've the damage. Black Lives Matter's riots, and we've seen because of one guy that died, we have seen like so many other people die of the same color. You know, it doesn't even make sense. Like you start a movement because one black guy died and then because of that, you killed another, I don't know, 30, 40 other black people during that whole thing. And I don't agree with you can protest. I believe in freedom of speech. Everyone should have that right. But then going burning down other people's businesses, I don't agree with it.
2: Yeah, but I don't know what does that got to do with Trump? like that's well, what this is no hold on, Ali. no no let me let me respond let me respond. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. just yeah okay i don't like the looting and the rioting i like the protests. i don't like the looting and the rioting but this has nothing but just because some people are on side like i'm talking we're talking about how trump bad is and this is what a bad is and when we're talking when when uh, we, we jump to somebody else being bad and also trump doesn't really need to motivate people to do cause a lot of damage he has done Plenty of damage by himself to the United States for a very long time, and the rest of the world. Like how? It
3: couldn't be for a very oh, like, long, oh, like long how, time.
2: Like how? Like how? Like how? Years. Like how? No, let me. Uh, add, let me. Okay, no, I don't care so about that.
3: Over four years, so he couldn't be long time. Long time would be Obama let, that did me, eight years, right? That's let me the answer. Let me answer. You guys don't like uh, his certain things that he's bringing to shake the world. Because like I said, there was nobody else that was touching these topics that are taboo because everybody wants to be so politically...
2: no, correct oh no 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 we were touching these topics before trump did and no, trump actually no, because tra- no see, can i say, say even,
3: can i answer even though it's a new topic are you don't me? want to you don't want to hear somebody else say that oh how like you were kind of telling you me, you me how, asked how
1: you when asked me you a question ask, guys you're, 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 to you're somebody like that you know me,
3: what you i mean like me? you were talking let, me. yeah
1: let
0: you
2: mom me. finish let her finish and then no but but I was just answering a question. Like you asked me a question. I was just answering it. But then you didn't let me finish my answer. But go on. Did you? Can I answer? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, the way he's doing go ahead. long-term.
1: No, go, ahead, go ahead.
2: The way he's doing long-term damage, even, even if it's just four years, is by picking conservative judges that are lifetime appointees. Uh, by doing a lot of damage to the planet when it comes to uh, global warming, Uh, carbon emissions that is going to last way that that damage is going to be uh, permanent in some in some aspects, Uh, by normalizing um, accept acceptance of human rights violations. Um, you know, I agreed, I criticized previous presidents for doing that as well. But just because other presidents do, did that before him, that doesn't mean I'm not gonna shit on Trump when he does it. In fact, he's doing that astronomically more than previous presidents. You know, the fact that Obama did that as well doesn't mean that I'm not gonna call out Trump when ca- Trump does it. Um, and you know, the, the fact that he is a, a violating free speech while um, hi- hypocritically act like he is uh, a defender of free speech, even though he is the one that is normalizing sp- speaking about uh, legal ramification to people who want to burn the flag or to use libel laws against the journalists um, or to uh, rough people up because of them being in disagreement with them. Um, you know, the fact, you know, so, I mean, I can keep going on
3: and going on and going on. Um, no, but the thing is, um, I, I'm sorry, they, but like if somebody they, is going to burn a Canadian flag, I disagree with that. No, you should not be able to burn a country's flag. You if you're going to you live can... in a country and not respect that country, I don't think you should be allowed in, to live in that country if you're going to burn that flag. Okay, so, so I so think let's, it doesn't so, matter what disagreement you have, you should not shoot down to that level and, you know, burn the country's flag. So if you're saying you that that's... You know, um, and yes, the way it was being done, like you can't do that in other countries. I understand Yeet. you calling Trump on all these things, but what about like the other presidents? What about like the Chinese and what about North Korea? Fuck them. About them? Fuck them up. You know? But I that's call you you not. We are only focused on Trump. We never see so much propaganda am I, am I... on anybody else. Am I, it's am only I... on Trump. Am I
2: only focusing on Trump? Are you are do you know if and, I'm only and focusing you're, and, no, and you am were I? saying that he,
3: he's no, no, the I've one seen... that is sorry? If, yes, you did. did... No, you're only well, you only talking about Trump. I don't hear you talk about North Korea and how what you know I they're do. not actually supposed to speak. You talk about freedom of speech. You have freedom of speech in uh in US, I... but you don't actually the left doesn't let you talk. The left always wants to shut you down. Forget you know, the you left. Never I'm...
2: Do. I'm talking about. I, I'm, we're not talking about the left. We're talking about Trump. You tell me. You're telling me. I don't call out China. I don't call out North Korea. I don't call out Saudi Arabia. I don't call out Iran. Are you sure that I don't call? Them
3: I've out? only heard you call out Trump so far. So that's well, what I said. Well, right? Because
2: we brought up Trump, we're talking about Trump. So we're talking about Trump because we we brought up Trump. But you cannot I judge. I
3: don't what, think he's done as much damage as the other presidents have done. Like they literally, they have destroyed all of Middle East. Trump is the one. Didn't he just bring our troops back from, like, you know, from Afghanistan? No he, didn't.
2: no, he didn't. He just replaced, he just moved them from one area to another one. He increased their level. He right, actually guys. increased them. <laughs> this, this is okay. the thing that we should have been
1: talking about. See, that's about
3: the earlier. thing is, like, you were saying that, you know, freedom of speech, he doesn't let anybody talk. I hear from both sides. You know, I listen to CNN. I, actually, I don't listen to them. I just see, you know, Things from both, le- both levels,
2: right? So, but let, let's just be clear. You think that person. it should be legal? You think it should be illegal to burn the flag? Illegal. It should be illegal. Of course, it should be illegal. So so that's great. So thank you for clarifying that the actual people that are against freedom of expression are the people that are defending Trump. That's not freedom
3: of expression. If you're going to live in a country, listen, if you're going to live in a country that provides you with a job where you're earning, a lot of people are earning and sending it back to their countries. Okay. But at the same time, you're going to come there and stand and burn the flag. And in, right. in a lot of countries it is illegal. It's not only well, in the uh, fuck them. West. Fuck fuck them. Like just because No, I don't... Like, why why no. do we want <laughs> to do that? Because, Why? Why? Because, we're, gonna because, we're, because we're not going to
2: follow. Because we're not going
3: to. I will be offended
2: if yeah. somebody burns well, cannabis. Well, you'll get over it. You'll get over it. It's fine.
3: I get offended every day. I'm not going to go ban I people. Know. Who I'm not I I if, if I see it happening, I'm going to go and burn their house up or anything. But I'm just saying it's How? disrespectful to but, a country where you're going to live you, and is giving you rights. Do you understand?
2: Me. Do you already. understand? Do you understand that freedom of expression is is the whole point
3: of having freedom of yes, expression? I is... No, no, no. Freedom, no, no. freedom of expression, because I come from a country where we have none. We have you no have freedom. You have no so when idea. A Western country. Listen, listen. When I come to a Western country, right where I see things are a thousand times better than what they were in Pakistan, yet I see people still here sitting there and complaining about it. But yet not, they're benefiting so much from it. Maybe they should go and live in another third world country so they can understand what they actually have here. You know, we're living ungrateful. Finish. No, let me finish my point. That you gonna yeah. you let me finish uh, uh, my point. No, no. Hold on, Ali Ali Ali, 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 I'm going to meet you. Future. You know, I no. think it's just ungrateful if you're going to do that because <laughs> there is a lot of other countries that are, you know, forcing a lot worse rules and like, you can't do nothing in those places. I come from a country that had no freedom. So I, know, I can understand. said that me. four
2: times now. So is can that, I, can I say? Point? Can I say? No, Ali, can I respond?
1: Yeah, but you mm-hmm. gotta make this quick. We gotta wrap okay, up. Okay, I'm gonna we make are it all quick. Time. It doesn't. Generous.
2: You don't understand the whole point of what free speech even means. Free speech is not about, oh, you're free to say things that doesn't offend me. You're free to say the things that are not disrespectful. You're free the things that are, you, you know, you're only free to be, you have to be grateful. Uh, you're, not free, you're, you should, you're not free to express your, uh, you know, if you're ungrateful, if you don't recognize how, how un, if you're unappreciative, then you're, you don't have the right to express yourself. That's not free speech. Free speech is meant to defend unpopular ideas free speech is meant to defend ideas that makes people triggered like me. You know, if I get triggered every day by saying people, you know, I got triggered five times a day. I don't think, I don't think it should be like actually like more than five times, but I don't think anything you said or anybody else says that Martha. triggers me that any of that should ever be illegal. Right. The whole point of free speech is to defend expression of ideas that are unpopular if they were not unpopular, if they weren't offending anybody, you wouldn't even need free speech laws to, 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 to defend them. And then you say, Oh, other countries, other countries. Well, fuck those other countries. Are we gonna like the whole point is to uh, the whole point no, of let's having not. no, no, see, see, this is what I'm telling you. Not letting me finish. The, the whole point of having free speech is to be better than those other countries. That's and you know this is these United States uh, is supposed to be a role model, like it's supposed to be the champion of free speech for for the entire planet. If you if you even I know and you know and I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful that people that think that the this should be illegal, will never get their way because it's in the Constitution of the United States. And you guys will never be able to take this right away from people, hopefully. But even normalizing this idea that this is a good idea, it sets a bad precedent a- a- across the world. Because if the United States is supposed to be the the number one champion of free speech a- around the globe, if it's even normalizes an idea that the president comes out and says that this should be illegal... Then the other countries will see like, oh, look, even in United States, they're realizing that free speech should not be as uh, a, a, a value that should be appreciated. And okay. it sets a bad precedent. And that's why I will I, I will tell you, if you're in United States right now, even if you respect your country, because you respect your country, because you value your country, because you value the free speech laws in your country, I'll suggest to you to please, please burn, buy and burn an American flag and record it and put it on YouTube. As a defense of your freedom of expression and to also promote it all around the gro- globe, burn an American I, flag. I burn a Quran. I don't
3: agree with that. I really don't, I don't. Because if you're talking about freedom of speech or freedom of expression, so what stops another person from going and burning my car tomorrow? Well, I felt like showing that freedom of expression. Are you serious? To you by burning Are you serious? So Are you, serious? Exactly you know, Like the people were doing in okay. right? I'm going to jump
0: amazing. in. No, no, sorry.
3: no, no. no they're expressing, answer. they're expressing themselves. You're okay mm-hmm. with that? That they're expressing yeah, themselves? I'm gonna I'm gonna, really can I answer? Once you go stab somebody, you think that's free expression? You yeah. know, freedom of speech is different. And I think that we have that freedom of speech. That's why everybody comes to America and a lot can of atheists go and criticize religions. You can't do that in many countries. Can but I answer? Can do that in the United States. But when it comes to a flag, Something that is to the country, I, 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 I support that it should be illegal. I don't think anybody should be burning down anything. Can you know, I you want to talk about all you want to talk bad mouth Canada or sorry America, whatever. You're free to do so. You're doing it anyways. Nobody's stopping you. Can I, I don't answer? think so. Okay, our, our main,
1: master, last word, and then we got to wrap up. We have it's to. So,
2: okay? It's so bizarre that you don't see the difference between buying a flag that you own, that is your property, that you have every right to do whatever you want with, it's, your, it's protected by law. It's your property. You could wipe your ass with an American flag if you want. You could celebrate it. You could ha- hang it. You could burn it. You could piss on it. It's your property. And that's protected by so law. I, no, no I, have I have down. to answer. I have to answer. I have to answer guys. Can I please answer the question that you ask me? You ask me, keep, keep going, if you, Armin, and then if Marlies, You, you, get at, the answer. Yeah, the last you ask me What if if somebody burns their flag, why wouldn't they go burn a car my car or my house tomorrow? Really? Like you don't see the difference between me. Do you not see the difference between me making it? not breaking the law in any way and expressing my idea through something that doesn't harm a single person, doesn't harm a single person between that be- and me going out and violating someone else's property and doing something that is illegal and not protected by law. Do you not see the difference between these two?
1: Now, uh, hold on. Before, uh, before you answer, uh, Malij, Malij, you're going to get the last word now. Armin, if there's anything you're itching to say, you just, at the end, just say you disagree. And then that's it. Okay. So no I, I already
2: know I already know what my response is going to be. Uh, I'm okay, going to say good. Uh, my response to whatever you say pro- is gonna probably gonna be you didn't answer my question. But go oh, ahead. okay.
1: But yeah, yeah, but the thing is that we really have to wrap up because
3: I agree that it's your private property and okay, yeah, you wanna burn that down, but then why stop with the flag? Why the flag? Why not burn your own house down then? You know, like it's burning, destroying, destruction doesn't help anything. You think burning a flag is going to solve your problems? No, I think it's more of an expression, your word, And nobody's stopping anybody from freedom of speech in, in U.S. Right now, if anything, it's mostly liberals that get to talk and the cancel culture is out there. The conservatives don't actually get to talk. So it's the opposite way. Uh, burning a flag personally to it could be any country. I think it's disrespectful to that country. Good. Especially Good. if you're living in that country, making a living, that country's providing you with benefits. That country is providing you with the future and future of your kids. If you're really pissed off and you you think there's other better countries, try them. You know, I, this is someone coming from a country. Even if I was living in Pakistan, I hated everything about Pakistan. I will still not go burn that country's flag because that country is a country itself. The people or the person ruling is different. You know, maybe go make a Trump Tower, the you know statue or okay. something, and put that on fire. That is different. I don't care. Maybe make a statue of Trump and put that on fire. I don't care. But when it comes to a country's flag, you have to respect that country, you know, especially yeah. U.S. Like you said, it has been known as a model. Everybody knows that in U.S. you have rights, you know, the American dream, everything that was it had to offer. And it's just my um, my views of that. Um, but yes. you know, it's not what one if, one you, thing. if,
2: if you're okay. grateful if you're grateful of the United States burn an American flag because you love the country and you want to see it better and you want to fight okay. for the see, that's freedom. called inciting oh, no, oh, no. Can, this is can can I, what's
3: I, called inciting like he was saying yeah, Trump I, Trump I am I the am inciting that, that's what you're doing so, yeah okay I am, we're, I going am, in, I,
2: we're going <laughs>
3: we're I, I am Army. inciting I'm
2: inciting Army. towards harming not a person not someone else's property but it's know, like, I think you're inviting
3: people to, uh, you know, I mean, go away I'm from gonna, something gonna, that I'm is gonna, good. See, I is, don't totally agree with that. I know you don't. I know you I'm, I'm up. I me, listen If you hate Trump or you hate America, if you hate America, then you shouldn't even live there. You're not listening to anything I'm saying.
1: No, no, no. If you
0: hate
3: Trump, then you should make a statue of Trump and then burn him. You know? But if you really hate America, like anybody that's it's in Canada and has multiple problems with Canada and is I like okay oh, so that you didn't like let me make
2: you
1: I mean, you know? everybody yeah. understands your point Malij. everybody gets your point everybody No you no, no, apparently. no
2: apparently no. not no, no. apparently Malij, not apparently <laughs> not
1: uh, no everybody in the audience who's listening you have made yes. your point you got now you guys are sort of repeating yourselves with just little nuances so I know. The, yeah
3: the same thing over and over
1: again cut cut cut, cut. So I and I I, that, I just want to say one thing, and then you're free you to know. be
2: ungrateful and stay in a country even if you're ungrateful. But even you if go. you're great, even if you're grateful, you can still burn, burn a the flag. It doesn't mean you're ungrateful I, if you burn a flag. If I maybe because you love the country, you're burning the flag to say that freedom of speech is something that you don't mess with.
1: Okay, go. perfect. Okay, there you go, done. Mm-hmm. All right, now the, yeah, I, I just I, I just want to say that this is one of the reasons you know when you were saying the original question with Seth Andrews like on that thread about you know why uh, atheists hate yeah. Trump and, and all that. That this is, you know, the point you brought up is, what about Kim Jong Un? What about all those other dictators? The reason that I think that Trump is the greatest international crisis in the world right now is because the U.S. is that beacon of free speech. It's supposed to lead by example. We cannot have somebody on our side that is in the Mm -hmm. same league as all those people. So that's the reason. But Malij. Thank you very much for coming here. This is like the lion's den no and Armin. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Yes, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, this I was, was, yeah. Guys, having, it was so much fun. We should definitely uh, yeah. do it again. I like Armin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would. So I was saying like at the end, because I told her, I was like, we disagree. And that's what kind of really got me. She's like, oh yeah, I like disagreeing. So I guess you got what you wanted here. Um, yeah. So this is, uh, right. but yeah, we it's have
2: it's more fun like this, and I and I appreciate the fact that you can take criticism, like you know, more, uh, you know, the fact that you don't shy, you know, you don't shy away from it, you accept it, and you instead no. you, you you challenge it. Like it's, uh, you know, I wish more people were like that. So I, I really I'm grateful
3: that I don't you don't blow either.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like I, so my appa- and I understand because to the audience, I was on the receiving end of this, like you were. So I know we didn't hear a lot of things. There was a lot of crosstalk, and I was trying to get into it as much as I could. But Armin. You know, I even unmuted myself every time Armin muted, him, muted me. and uh, But <laughs> this is just something that completely... Uh, so my apologies to the audience if you couldn't hear a lot of
2: Hey, this. no, what are you talking about? It was, it was Armin, great.
1: Listen to the thing afterwards. okay, no, And then read really the audience good. comments. It, it, was okay, great. it was great. Uh,
2: no, I'm reading the ideas coming. People are saying this is great. What are you talking about? Cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So um thank you for your time. You've been very generous. You know, oh, we mm-hmm. talked about one and a half hours. We've gone up for over two hours <laughs> now. So I know you probably have to get this. It's so too. Yeah, it's uh um,
0: so lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and we are in the we're both in the GTA, so hopefully, you know, we should hang out at some point. I know you got a kid, I got a kid too. So you know, we yeah, would, know. once this whole virus thing is over, we should all Don't sort of we social together.
3: distance from like far away. Oh, before we go, what do you guys think about people wearing a mask while they're driving the car, Armin?
1: It's like wearing a condom when you're jerking off. Oh, um,
3: <laughs> At least you agree on something, that yeah, I no,
2: no, I'm joking. I, I joking. don't, I don't think
3: know. I think
2: I would defer to experts. I don't think I, I am qualified to tell you what's best practices. Yeah, I, so I, don't. I think a lot of times
1: I find myself doing it, and the only reason is because I go for grocery shopping, and then from grocery shopping, I have to go to the Indian store to get baratas, okay. and so when I go from one to the other, I leave the mask on. I totally forget to take it off, and then I'm driving with a mask on. But I agree that mm-hmm. it's not you don't have to. But I don't think we should mask shame people, especially in this time, at all. Because no, it I does
3: anybody. I'm just saying that I I have seen like I saw this one chick. She sat. She put her mask on the other day, and she rocked in her car for like literally five minutes before she had to be caught out. And she was like going out of it, with gloves and everything. I just thought it was just so funny. <laughs> there, are there are funny things
1: that happen, but just for, uh, for everybody out there, masks, and this is like, I'm, now this is the physician in me speaking, masks prevent COVID infections by 50 to 70%. Okay, it's not because the virus can't get through the mask, it's because the virus can't get out, of. well the virus can, but because your bodily secretions, when you speak, when you sneeze, when you cough, don't get out of the mask. So, you know, we all wear it so we can all protect each other. And it has been shown to work. That's why, um, you know, places where they're not enforcing this are going off the rails, right? So yeah. The,
2: the, the virus is smaller than the holes in your mask, but viruses don't just travel just by themselves. They travel on the droplets of droplets. water. and the droplets are bigger than the holes in your mask. Mm-hmm.
1: So, anyway, Malik, okay. thank so, you so much.
3: At the, for being a good sport. At the end, I not- just want to say if they want, if anybody want to follow me, you can follow me at yeah. Malik Sarkari on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. YouTube, it's all under one name, Malice Sarkar. You just Google it, and you will find all the links uh, right there. Yes. yes.
2: She's go for uh, go. Yeah, show support.
1: Yeah, she's provocative. She's controversial. Uh, she triggers Armin. Like, she triggers him, like, several times. Yeah. Yes. time. So it's great. Yeah, this is something. Um, <laughs>
2: If you're listening to the public, like if, if you're watching the video version of this, which is for patrons, the links are not in the description. Yeah, but the public version, which is for mass consumption, uh, the, if you're listening to the audio version of this on YouTube or on your podcast app, uh, links to our uh, to follow our guests is all of it is in the description. So go ahead and yeah. show some support. Go follow.
1: All right. And thank you, everybody. Thank you to the patrons. And we're going to see you next time. I'll just stay on for just a second.
2: All right. All right. Bye. bye, bye, everybody. Bye, patrons. Thank you. And be a patron. Link in the description. Bye.
0: The secular jihadists have been made possible thanks to the Illuminati and the covert support of Israel and the CIA. That's what we have been told, but we haven't received our checks yet. If you like what we do, please support us. Share the podcast with your friends. Write and tweet us with topic and guest suggestions. Or head over to secularjihadist.com and give a dollar or more for exclusive access to live video. Have your questions read and answered on the air and more. Till next time, may the flying spaghetti monster be with you.